hear me clearly. If y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. These drug dealer rollies is my TikTok and Triller. Insecure bitches get lip fillers. Covered in white like Bridezilla. And never been caught. So what's the shiggy dance for a brick nigga? Extracurricular. Art buyer. 812 Rory driver. Spent six just to make the roof Harry Potter. Kilogram Kickstarter. Push a brick harder. Left my elbow in the pot a la Vince Carter. Compared to two martyrs, but I'm chasing moguls. Bosses meet for Hamachi in the back of no booth. No phones allowed, no phones allowed. Cell towers go ping from the nearest cloud. My Jan's borders, my transporters, and Jan's daughter. Who put up extra beds? She's to block the camcorders. You play sorters, I hedge bets. Promises are when you follow through with your threats, nigga. Hear me clearly. If y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales. Hear me clearly, if y'all niggas fear me, just say y'all fear me. Fuck all these fairy tales. What up, what up? We're back for another episode of the Argon Brothers Podcast. Fellas, how you doing? Gucci, man, you know. <laughs> all right. Yeah, we good, dog. Sounds good, sounds good, man. We got a lot on the plate today. Mm. A lot, lot going on in the sports world. Mm-hmm. Key man, how was you? Uh, how was you doing? How was your your week this past week though? Let's start that off a little bit. Um, uh, man, you know I had a great week, man. Uh, you know what I'm saying closed on yesterday. So, <laughs> this is big, bro. so you know what I'm saying that was a blessing. So other than that, bro, you know what I'm saying. Uh, just just enjoying life, bro. So you closing your first property? Yes. Man, yes. That's pretty awesome, man. Yes. Good to hear it, man. Part of the American dream. <laughs> is that what it is? Right? <laughs> yeah, that's, what it, that's what it is, man. What about yourself, Ray, man? How was your week? Man, it's all good, man. I'll be, just be busy, dog. Kids got stuff going on. Just be chilling, dog. You know? All I'm right, man. What's trying to get my sexy on, you know, get my workouts in. Got to yeah. do that. Got to close my rings, you know. It's like motivation. Yeah. See you, bro. You post bro, every you day. You post it every day. Every day. Dog. Every single day we have to we see you. You're motivating somebody. Somebody. Exactly. Somebody. We're driving somebody, somebody man. You should create your own group. Nah, I ain't about all that, dog. Why not? Too lazy. You're too lazy, but you can post it with your I'll post, post every day. I'll post, Lane, you know, because then it's a responsibility to, you know, check in with people. I mean, it's supposed to be emotional. It's supposed to be an I emotional. I too many group. groups as Driving it is, people. dog. Like, I'm just like, nah, bro. People send me another Facebook group to join, bro. I'm done. Like, I can't no more. Why you, why you? I mean, but it's kind of like the same thing, though, right? Nah, I'm good, though. You just don't want to do your own thing. Nah, bro. I just, you know, Still. post, bro. You never know who see it. You know, people do be sliding in my DMs and hitting me up, man. You know, man, information, motivation. But, you know, at the end of the day, bro, you just got to keep pushing, though. Like, oh, anything in life, bro, people quit too quick. If it ain't like instance success one, two years or whatever, they feel like it ain't working, man, you got to keep pressing, though. All right, it all line up. Hey, it's good good words to live by. All right, so we know D Money's out today, man. So yo, D man. Coaching them kids. You know, coaching the kids. Good luck on that. The first thing we're about to talk about, man, is Keon's Lakers. Oh Lord. The tragic. Man, <laughs> yo, the tragic what or what Charles Barkley said, that team from Southern California. <laughs> <laughs> they don't even got no name. it's not looking well right now, man. It's not looking good at all. And we already see it's what about maybe ten feet was about twenty more games left for the season? Oh, uh, maybe about twenty. Twenty. 15. Twenty more games, yeah. man. So Yeah. So there was a conversation it was in it was at the game interview that was happening with Russell Westbrook and he made a very interesting comment that there was no expectations when he joined the Lakers. Mm-hmm. So Key, man, this is your team. 
When he said that, what was your first thoughts? What was your I, thoughts? I said, man, you know, I feel like he broken right now, man. I think, you know what I'm saying, he he done lost confidence. Of course, when he first got there, they talked about winning the championship. That was a that, you, you're you're going to play with LeBron and AD. That's the main that's the main uh reason you're going there to win a championship. And because you never won one. You own it. You've been the one, but you never won one. You know, most of your peers that you came in with, you know what I'm saying, won a championship other than you know, than James Harden. So I just feel like right now, man, Russ, he uh, he he's taking all the blame, I think, for the Lakers collapse, but I think it's unfair. He hasn't played well, but I don't think he get all the blame. He should get all the blame, right? And I think right now he's just frustrated, bro. Like every day, somebody is Russ' fault. It's Russ' fault. Uh, shit, Skip Bayless don't even made a blooper highlight film out of him. <laughs> <laughs> and I just think he's broken right now, man. At this point, man, he I think this team is on a collapse or giving up. I think they're ready to quit. Yeah. And you know, um, I you know, like I think everybody deserves some blame. Everybody from the from the head up to LeBron to to everybody, man, you know. And I just I, the issue with the team is no defense. You got players on the team that didn't play defense when they was in their prime. So now you got them when they out their prime, you ask them to play defense cuz they scoring a lot of points. Most games they be up in the fourth quarter. Like 4 or 5 minutes left. And it was embarrassed the other night against the Clippers, man. Like uh, Jackson just was toying with him, bro. It was just straight disrespectful. This dude kicking his feet, <laughs> hopping. <I get laughs> it, was a, it was a layup. It was a layup line. Like, like yeah, Reggie, I like yeah, you, had, you, had bro. The street, you had the playground. So, it, as a Laker fan right now, bro, it's embarrassing. Yeah, to me, I'm not surprised. This is Russ. Russ has always talked like this his whole entire career. That's why he's not that type of person to build your team around or a championship caliber team. Like, I'm not surprised at all. I know Kobe probably rolling in his grave right now, right? <laughs> you know, when you talk about joining the Laker franchise, it's championship or bust every single year. You can have the worst team. It's championship or bust. We're going to figure it out and find a way. And to talk about you don't have no expectations, bro, you have three of the top probably 30 players in all of the NBA, and you have no expectations coming into the season for a championship? Bro, that's ridiculous, though. Like, totally ridiculous. But I'm not surprised. That's who Russ has been his whole entire career. He's always talked this way. Like, you know, he, like the glass is half full. Like, bro, it's, they brought you here for a reason. And like he said, like, everybody takes blame. I think if Russ played up to Russ' normal standards, they probably would be a lot better. But when you're turning the ball over 17, 18 times a game, playing no defense at all, you're going to lose. And they be up, though. That's the problem. Like It's like that come out of that, that halftime, bro. When you're an older team, maybe your legs is not a little fresh. You got to, you know, stretch a little bit longer. And that's when they really be blowing a lot of the leads that they have. Or if they close, the game just get out of hand. And that's what happened with the Clipper game. Like you give up 40 in the third, like, bro, you're going to lose a lot of games. And even with the Dallas game, they were, they were up like six with yeah. like seven, eight minutes left. And they just couldn't close the last down the stretch. And – it's going to be a lot of changes in the offseason with the Lakers. It's going to be interesting. Somebody's going to take Russ' contract. We know that, right? It's an expiring deal. Somebody's going to – but will the Lakers be willing to give up that 2027 pick? Like, they're going to have to just to get off of Russ. And I think they could have did it with Wall. And I think Wall probably been a better fit for him, right? Wall has been – his whole career, injuries, yes. 
but he's always protected the basketball. He's run the team, get the players uh, the ball when they needed to. But yeah, it's just it's just bad for. But if you don't want to give up a, tw- a first round pick for Wall, he ain't playing. About and Wall years. contract would be just as bad as true, as true, Westbrook no doubt. Contract, it wouldn't be no different. Yeah. I mean, I think you kind of supplanting bad with bad. I mean, contract with bad contract with bad contract. I think Wall. I think even I don't know if the last year's next year's his last year or if he has another year. Yeah, after two years too. So I mean, that's another year that you would, then you're still gonna have to try to get rid of him. Yeah, even the following year. So I don't think they would be, and they're not a contender with Wall. No. Sorry. And you don't know how he's going to play. He ain't playing, what, by two years? Yeah, we don't know. <laughs> and everybody, that's been the issue. Nobody really knows what Wall. If he would have came to Houston try to sell, sell people that, that he had, a, he still had the ability to be a top you know, 50 player, maybe you make that deal, but you haven't seen him play, so you can't really say is he a top 50 player or not. Mm-hmm. Now, back to the question at hand. I mean, let's, we Russ, Russ, this is Russ, but, I mean, come on. you did, Russ came to the Lakers. Russ approved that deal. It wasn't they. I mean, I think it was. Uh, I forgot. I don't forgot. Um, the Wizards. Um, GM, but the Wizards GM. I don't know his name per se. The Wizards GM came to Russ and said, hey, "Listen, do you want to go to the Lakers? Here's a deal on the table. We doing. You doing well here. We'll keep you here. You and Bradley Bill are a formidable opponent. Um, as far as you, you know, you got the AC. We can build around you two. But he was like, you know what? I want to go try to win a championship. That was the whole thing about making that trade. For him to go win the championship. Yep. And the simple fact that he went to the Lakers, you went there with LeBron and AD to try to win a championship. This is probably the best three, two players you play with in your entire career outside of playing with KD and James and James Harden. And at that time, James Harden went James Harden we see today. So, and, and, and we see what KD is. He's an MVP type of player. Yep. Um, so, I, I, I don't understand what he's talking about. You did go there thinking that it was championship or bust. It was it, it, exactly. It was nothing else. Now, when they start building out the roster, you start seeing the older the older players that they 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 acquiring. When they picked um, when they picked up um, uh, Melo, when they picked up some of the other players, Ariza, Ariza, all these guys that you uh, severely past their prime. Uh, Dwight Howard. I mean, I, I didn't even Dwight started Dwight Howard last game against the Clippers, and what did he do? Nothing. That right? Yeah, he done. DeAndre. Uh, and they got rid of De- DeAndre. But I'm uh, saying they picked up Jordan. Up. I was like, did you see him last year? Yeah, with Brooklyn? he was awful too. Like, did you so, see him with Brooklyn last year? You like, <laughs> so they were picking up these players that we know weren't at the level they to be a contender in championship type of team. So yeah, you may change the the frame of mind of it now because of the fact that. You know, we we see what you have. We see what this has become, right? right? I I mean, yes, you went there thinking you it was a championship yeah, absolutely, type absolutely. of situation, absolutely. And this is going to be the probably your last best chance to be on a team that has that opportunity. Right. So stop, bro. And <laughs> and you remember when everybody said it wasn't going to work, and LeBron was like, "All right, y'all keep that same energy. Right, yeah, keep keep yeah, that same yeah. energy when we get on the floor." Like, but I think LeBron ain't think Russ was going to be this bad, bro. But it's more than it's like I said. It just ain't Russ either, though, because LeBron, because LeBron out there looking like he chasing Kareem than playing defense. Yeah, okay. He ain't trying to play no defense. And, yeah. then, and here's the thing, and it's interesting. Um, all the top players, when they see LeBron, they're calling that ISO. Oh yeah, did you see uh, Luca that night? Luca was like, first of all, Luca, Luca backed up. He he called him off. Yes. He backed up and said and started going back at him. So did um. Uh, so did Reddy Jackson. Yeah, he caught ISO. Yeah, they know 
that these guys can't stay in front of them. Yeah. And they know LeBron is clearly right now his his main object is to get closer to Kareem. Right, absolutely. Right. And, and as and then as teammates, do you want to play hard on defense too? I'm gonna play hard on defense to get you the ball. In other words, but shit, who else gonna be your to score? Nobody <laughs> with, else doing yes, that. Yes, with AD there. So I get his point, but I he's clearly like at this point his main. That's the only thing they have left. Yeah, it's try to get. Oh, so they're not making no noise in the playoffs. They. Nine times, and it's, it's, that's if they make it. That is the it. Pelicans yeah. are on their ass. They not make. They might and Portland. Yeah. And Portland. Yeah. So it, it's it's well, one of those things where to go to the top ten team. Yep. Yes. Top 10. Well, so the Pelicans probably automatically make no, as yeah. a ten because Pelicans are ten. Portland on their ass. Yeah, Portland on their ass too. Yeah, they might not make it. They might not make it because they got the hardest schedule they down the stretch. Like one game up on Portland and on the Pels. Yeah, because they lose the night to. And uh, you remember the Pels just blew them out by thirty. Yeah, I, I I don't know what he's talking about. I think you, when you go through a season like you said, I think just right now Russ at a point where he's broken. Yeah, he's broken. Um, you know, it's just not. It didn't work out the way he thought it would, and and he's struggling. I mean, you watch the games he playing, man. He's struggling to figure out how to be who he used to be. Right. In these games, he's lost. He's not aggressive. Mm-hmm. Uh, and when he is aggressive, he's getting to the rim. You know, defenders are the. Locking the shot or making it so much, so very, so difficult for him, he can't complete the play. You know, his athleticism is kind of waning. Mm-hmm. So I, I, I don't know what I don't really know what you can do to fix even next season. And he knows now too. This is last time playing for big time deal. a contender or a big time deal. Absolutely. Because if you're a contender, you're not getting in Russ. If you got a chance to win a a, 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 a championship, you're not getting Russ. And I'm not paying you forty plus million. Yeah, so oh, absolutely, yeah. No. yeah, so <laughs> absolutely, no, no, nobody's gonna pay him. So he knows this is really his last opportunity to make big money and and win the championship. Facts. I just I don't see it happening for him, um, and I think he's gonna be on the roster next season. I, I think he's going to end up completing that deal there. Well, they, they because they can't even be disastrous. Because even next season, like what? Who would you even if you try to trade him for somebody? Right, anybody better? Who gonna who gonna trade? Who gonna make that trade? Unless you it, unless you trade him to the Knicks, somebody who who just wants some fans to come. <laughs> somebody will take a expiring deal. deal, right? But I think the Lakers gonna have to throw in that twenty seven pick. But they I have to like other than that, you gonna have, Russ. You know Russ gonna opt in, right? You're not giving up forty seven million. Yeah, but you know he's not gonna make it again. If I'm the Lakers, you gotta the, be it, desperate to get rid of him. It depends on what I'm getting back to give up that twenty seven that twenty seven pick, because no matter what. Yeah, yeah. You got to rebuild that whole roster. All those Ariza. Hey, probably gonna. I mean, LeBron's not gonna finish career there. I don't care what he says. Yeah, LeBron's not gonna finish that career. His career there. There's no way LeBron's staying in LA. I think family matters. Season. I think family would matter to him. Yeah, um, and 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 he just make it. Like I said, I think LeBron at this stage, just if I don't win another championship, my goal is to be the all-time leading scorer. I think it matters because Kareem, a Laker. You know, the whole prestige about that. Yeah. I think that's why he finished as a Laker. LeBron is not a Laker. LeBron's a Cavalier. He, he's not, but you so know that that doesn't matter for him. I don't want to I think it matters. I think it, I matter. I think I think it means something to him. It don't matter for him at all. I think he's it, not a Laker. He's I think a that's why he stays. He's not a Laker. He could kill us. But no team is gonna want LeBron that late in his career. Whether they want him or not, they, I mean, listen, as, I don't care if he walks around, he's a sideshow. <laughs> like, it's going to be a situation he's going to come. Listen, I, like, like I told my boy the other day, what you're seeing, folks, is right now is Michael Jordan, the Wizards. Mm, okay. This is what you're seeing. I don't care what everybody's got to say. Mm. This is Michael Jordan and the Wizards, the 2022 version. Right. I, don't, I don't understand why people don't want to admit it and say, 
Everybody who's talking shit about Michael Jordan when he was with the Wizards, like, well, man, we don't want to, we don't, we don't talk about the Wizards when he was when, when Michael Jordan was the Wizards. What about that? What that? What about that player? You're seeing it right now with LeBron and the Lakers. Granted, LeBron's playing at a higher level, but this, as far as winning, this is the same thing. And if you go back and look at Mike when he's with the Wizards, who was the second best player? Richard Hamilton. Jerry, Jerry Stackhouse, Jerry Stackhouse, which he hated Jordan at that time. Yeah. So I mean, so what are we, what are we talking about? All right. So as you look at this point, this what you're seeing: Michael Jordan, the Wizards, type of 2022, right now, and he got AD with him. Yeah, and AD can't stay healthy. Yeah. yeah. So it's just one of those things where man, listen, it's it's time. I, I don't know what, what he think he can do next. But when do, do you shut? Saying they don't win a couple of games in the next four or five games, they go zero and five. Do you shut LeBron down? If you like, I mean, for me, I'm looking at it like for I'm what? talking for next for next Run year. Run that nigga in the ground because you need him for next year. You don't know. You got a whole off season to recover, recoup, whatever. Unless he got him, he get a major. But injury. I'm just saying, what are you planning him for? He wants to play to break Kareem record. But he ain't gonna get it this year. But I think he gonna he he getting he getting it next season. I think you, right. So that's what I'm saying. But you need these games to get to the next season. You shut him down only if you feel like having him fully healthy next season is it can be a key to a championship. Yeah, that's that's what but I'm if saying. You, if you don't feel that way, you're not gonna shut him down because he he. Shit, he been injury prone since he's been a Laker. It ain't like he played a whole season. Nah, he's been injured. Yeah. Yeah. But, but I'm just what I'm saying. So I'm looking at you. It's bigger than Kareem record. It's by us trying to win a championship. But so, and I'm saying the only reason he on the re- on the reason game. on the reason he made it the other year because they had that break because of COVID. Yeah. It helped. Yeah. That, if they don't have that break, him AD don't even make it that year. True that. Every year he been in the Lakers, he been hurt. Yeah, no doubt. <laughs> yes. Yeah, <so> <laughs> Yeah, the people forget that. Oh, yeah, he, he old, though. Nobody, nobody talks about nobody that. Nobody wants to talk about the, what was it, three, four, five months? Yes. Pandemic break. That yes. helped them. That helped them become in there really healthy and right. ready. I, you know, I'm pretty sure he took, you know, we all know he took care of his body, so I'm pretty sure the entire time he was training. Mm-hmm. Some people probably sitting still, not doing anything. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. And they help AD out, too. Yeah, it did. <laughs> That's sorry, mom. I don't think AD's sorry, but he is injury prone. He's just injury prone. Yeah, bro, whatever he doing in the all season, bro, it ain't working. I think he trains just as hard as anybody else. I think it's just his body, just yeah. not. He can't stand 82 games. Mm-hmm. He just can't do it. But when you at that level, you got to look like, you know, you got that type of money. Bro, you, you can train on certain and body I don't parts. think and money has anything right. to do. He just got some bad luck, too. Right. He no, got I think that. money has it. I think it's just his body structure. And, and there's a lot of wear and tear trying to carry those Pelicans team by yourself, bro. There's a lot of he wear. He wasn't even there hurting with the Pels. I think he would sit out with the Pels just because, you know, the Pels wasn't going nowhere. No, he got hurt. Bone bruise. He had a bone bruise. Nigga sit out nah, two he, weeks. Nah, well, booty, booty brown. No, nah, he did. He did have injuries at the Nothing, no major. He had fingers. He had he had some broken fingers sometimes. He had some ligament issues. He had injuries where he had to sit out. I mean, he's he's had a lot of injuries coming in the season. I mean, coming from from Kentucky till even to now. Even with the Pelicans, he had injuries. I mean, his best, even I play, probably his best season at the Pelicans, he would play like seventy games, seventy five games. Yeah, he's just bad. So I, I, think, I think it's just his body structure, right? Yeah, it's just how you built, probably. Yeah, it's his body yeah, structure. He had that growth spurt. And maybe that that detriment to him though. I don't know. That's I mean I don't think that's his issue. I just think it's his body structure. Some people body structure can't handle certain things for long periods of time. It's just his body structure. I mean even his, I mean if you look at his body structure, he just gets injured compared to like a Giannis 
who don't get injured that much. You need to put on that Kawhi. Right, like, uh, like even Kawhi. That, that, that uh, maintenance plan, bro. I'm going to play. I ain't playing back to back. But Kawhi gets injured. So I, it's, it's just he got to do something though. He got to change something up, bro. Yeah, because clearly they a bad team without him. At least they was at least they was yeah. five hundred. There was a five hundred team with him. Because I mean, you know, it's hard to replace twenty five points a game. Yeah, you yeah. Know what I'm saying I mean, twelve rebounds, and, two three and, blocks. And like, it's he, hard to replace and that. He, and he make up from your weak defense. Yeah, yeah. It, it's hard to replace that though. Like he he he. I mean, he definitely elevates. But the I think the Lakers areas. have something to build around. Right, Monk has played well. He's young. Right, but in a contract year, once he get his money, is he gonna play could, the same? Could be right. Reeves, well. Reeves, that that glue guy, like he's just a hustle guy. I don't think you could. He like he like like Caruso Jr. I don't, but I don't think you can build a championship team off of Monk and Reed. And yeah, you need a and, star. You do, but you you got AD, which we hope he's the guy. Like they want him to be right. Get a third person, right? Somehow, some way. They have some like none. They, none, none is nice. But right. he just haven't played. Where they fucked up at was LeBron. Them. They didn't get the Rosen. You could have got the Rosen. But but what what the Rosen would you getting though? I think the Rosen. Right. Uh, you if you getting the Rosen that played in San Antonio, it wasn't. But he ain't had great. No, he ain't had no reason. Not, but it's not. He just, had no reason to but play it's not in, that San he played in San Antonio. San Antonio, the style of play. Yes. For San Antonio is not. If you watch the Bulls, they don't play the same way the San Antonio True. play. True. They, the San Antonio moves the ball around. Bulls run a lot of ISO play. If you watch them get some bucks there, you can see it. When they they ran a lot of ISO play, what allows them to kind of penetrate, use their streams. Him and um, um, Levine, they can use their, they 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 take a lot of things off the ball. I mean, out of the ball, they take things on the ball. They and they drive the ball to the basket. Or they can shoot that mid range. Right. And he and he deadly from that mid range. Oh, that's that's deadly. been his whole career. Deadly. And you could have had Kyle Lowry. So you you <laughs> you could have had yeah. It, but I, even with Lowry, but. I still feel like if you're talking about when you're telling me like if we're looking at the, the Lakers, I think we put way too much emphasis on LeBron because I feel like we're still talking about a 37 year old LeBron that I just don't think he can win a championship anymore for being the lead player. Right. Facts. And so, and, and that was the key to have Russ and AD. And, and AD to be your best two players, and LeBron <laughs> just. Kind of relax to the playoffs. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, but I, at times the youth, and this is the thing, I don't feel like LeBron takes that logic. He don't take heed to that logic. He doesn't. LeBron's not gonna say I'm gonna be the third best player. No, he wants that scoring title. He still wants to be the best. I don't player, know if he's even though. the scoring title. He feel like he can give you 25 a night. But but it doesn't. If you're giving 25 well, a night, yeah, your team stinks. It's, it's empty calories. True, if you're true. being if you're losing to the Clippers, who doesn't have not not even have a star player. Yeah, it's Thanks. empty calories. And you just didn't lose to him. You got swept by the Clippers this season. Yes. And they've beaten you like 31 out of the last, <laughs> the last 32 yeah. out of the last like 38 times. They beat, they beat them. And then when I realized that when the Clippers was up by like 25, it was like eight minutes left in the game, seven, six minutes. Why LeBron still in the game? Yeah, that's crazy. That's the Lakers, say bro. That's the Lakers. All right, man, let's jump into the MVP race mm. right now, mm-hmm. man. Ray, give me your thoughts right now. Who do you, who's your favorite right now for winning the MVP? This is going to be a tough one, dog. Gonna go down the last game. I, I think, think it's between MB and Ja Morant. And I if, if if I had a vote, I would go with Ja Morant. The expectation coming into the year, we always talk about how the West is always tough. Philly had expectations. We know they were the number one seed last year. They know they was gonna be a good team this year, whether Ben Simmons played or not. They're a good team, they're number three team, no, the two team right now. Nobody expected Ja Morant and Memphis Rivers to be number three. Nobody. Right, they were number eight last year, right? So for me, 
the splash plays with Ja, the number three seed in the West. That's you know tough. It gotta be Ja though. Like Ja putting up numbers. He leading his team, bro. He has no other all star on that team. No other top seventy five type player. You would think he just got a gritty team, but he's the guy. He's even when they when they went down, they still won some games. And same with Embiid. Embiid, I think Embiid is definitely him and Ja is like one, two, one, one and two though. But if I had a vote, I'd go with Ja just because the expectation coming to the season, I didn't expect Memphis to be no top three seed at all in the West, at all. And me, I think it's a three team. It's a three, three player race. I, uh, with the two with Embiid and DeRozan, and DeRozan. you got to yeah, put DeRozan. You got to put DeRozan. DeRozan averaging about 27, 28 a game. Yeah. Bulls, what? They, I think, are they one in the East? Mm-mm. Or two? Miami is. No, they're uh, they number two in the East. No, they're, they're fourth now. They're fourth now? Yeah. But, yeah, but nobody had the expectation for the Bulls, what they doing. Uh, Zach Levine to miss games throughout the season. Yeah, ball's uh, been out. Ball's been out. And, you know, he's still been carrying his team. Yeah. And um, so you got to put him in as a three-team race. But right now – I think it's going to come down to the last season, the, the last week of the season. Because right now, the reason I would give Le- MB maybe just an inch more. A smidget. A smidget <laughs> over John Morant because MB been doing it without Ben Simmons, nobody else. You know what I'm saying? He was carrying that team with all the stuff was going on with uh, with uh, Ben Simmons. Uh, you know what I'm saying? And Ja, ja missed like eight games and, 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 and Memphis won. They won without him. I don't think if I don't think if uh, MB miss eight games, Philly don't have a winning record. Okay. So, but it's close. This is and what Jai doing, bro. He's must see TV, bro. Every time I see Memphis playing, yeah. I'm going to that. I, I'm going to <laughs> put that it. TV on that dude, bro. Mm-hmm. Oh, and, and nobody had Memphis shit. They gonna have a shot to get the two seeds the way Golden State. Yeah, Golden State's fa- failing, bro. Yeah, bro, they struggling. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they struggling. Half a game out. But I still say it's gonna come down to the next twenty games. Yeah, I think so too. Because Ja coming and the Rosen, bro. We can't leave the Rosen. Can't out, leave him out. Yeah, you can't yeah. leave Joker out. Nobody but the reason with the, but the reason with Joker, they like six seed. That's the only reason. But shit, without Michael Porter, without but uh, but you still but you still a six seed. Yeah, but nobody yeah. thought it would be a, even a six seed. Yeah, without those two, I think that I mean I don't know. I mean, yeah, we may not thought that Joker when they the, the Nuggets would be a six seed, but you still they still had a winning team. They still got a lot of talent on that team. You know, without Michael Porter, without Mary. I mean, Mary's been out for a while, and Michael Porter, even though I mean he was just ascending. Yeah. I mean, I think people gave Michael Porter like superstar status. Like like him being out was going. It's, it's been a big deal, but it's not. A, I don't know if it's really. I don't know if he's going to be. Able, his talent can influence maybe ten or fifteen more wins. I'm not. I don't, I don't think that. Uh, not right now. Um, Mario, big. When is he coming back? I don't know. He supposed to come. They both supposed to come back this season. Yeah, ACL. It's yeah. tough though. It, they both supposed to come back. They both supposed to come back this season. Now, they're on track to both come back this season. I would bring. Um, them they'll but, be a dangerous team in the playoffs. Oh yeah, they'd be very dangerous. Yes. But I mean, you gotta. I mean, I'm with you. Embiid has played phenomenal, and his play hasn't dipped. Um, and even though the trade, the Ben Simmons situation, I think Philly's the third seed, and the East. Maybe in the past, you may be able to overlook the Philly being the third seed because of the East being normally the the weaker conference. It's the toughest, conference. but it's the strongest conference this year. Yes. So I, I I like Embiid right now as my favorite, and you guys know how I feel about Ja. 
I mean, you know, that's my that's my guy. Uh, but uh, I think Embiid right now is the favorite. And if I had to, if I had a vote today, I would vote for Embiid because of it. Even with James Harden, really? yeah. Wow. Even right now, yeah. <laughs> you don't you call John ja it though? But but I feel like if John ja don't go on another little run like they've done before, Embiid can't slip. And here's the problem: like we just said, Ja is a he's must see TV. Which is what everybody else is starting to see. So their games are, are there's more their games being broadcast mm-hmm. in the prime time slots now. Yep. So it's not like you know in the past where you know you had to catch Memphis on NBA TV or you had to catch them on the NBA package. Yep. Now they 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 put them on that prime right. time schedule. And even I mean they played somebody the other day. I mean what they played San Antonio. I don't know if that was on TV. I think it was. I think it was on TV. It was on TV, and now, you know, you, the people are starting to show them games, and people are starting to see them, and Shit. him putting up that 52 made people look at him a little different, like, oh, man, like, oh, oh, we got to watch this dude play. Yeah. You know what I mean? And he making these dunks. He dunking on people. It's making it real hard. And the shot got better. Yeah, the shot got better. And he's making it real hard for people to kind of say, you know what, I don't know. And, you know, even though they played well during the, during the early part of the stretch of the season when he was hurt, you still though you see the way they play with him. Oh, they follow him. He's I mean, it's yeah. it's it's getting yeah. to a point where it's starting to say, all right, you know, he can't. He's on. He's on the bees heels oh, right yes, now. Right. It's like absolutely. That far. It's like that. Absolutely. <laughs> he's on his heels. Neck and neck to the yeah, finish line, yeah, dog. Yeah. And I mean, and like I said, those spectacular plays with the wins yeah. helps. Memphis get that two seed. If they if they get that two seed, it may yeah, might get it though. It may it may make people say yo. Yeah, that, yeah. It may get, if he get that two seed, I ain't gonna lie. It might make people say. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, you was eight last year, and now you yeah, two. Yeah. And B no one had to get the number one seed. Yeah, you, you yeah. know what they're beating them about. Yeah, they would have to get the number one seed. And this since you got James Harden now, you would have to get yeah, number one seed. Yeah, especially with James Harden. Yeah. And then I hope, and I wonder if people, if if like if Philly play goes up even further than what it has been now, knowing that James Harden's there, will people say, you know what, they're good with Embiid playing, but now that James Harden, they're even better. So they may take a vote away from Embiid because of James Harden being in the building. If Philly play Miami tonight. That's going to be an interesting game. That's going to be a good game. That's going to be a, big game. That's a good primetime game. So this, they, this is really their first test since yep. the trade. But I, I say flex all the Lakers game and give them to uh, John ja, ja Morant, bro. Put Memphis yeah, yeah, take yeah. all the Lakers Put game on the team. Put, put John ja Morant on it and, and stays on the Lakers. Bro. Yeah, and I'm interested with because he's doing this without Dylan Brooks. I want to see what they look like with Dylan oh, Brooks come Dylan back. Dog on that yeah. defense, and then I'm looking forward to see what they do next season. Because he's gonna have expectations. Yeah, because oh, not yeah. expectations. You may hopefully they draft well. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And they have opportunity. I think there's an opportunity for them to pick up some picks. Uh, if a team finished well, so it's gonna be interesting how the, how the Grizzlies move forward because they ain't spending a lot of big money. Yeah, I don't think nobody want to come to Memphis from a star standpoint. They may want to come play with him. Come play with John now. Yeah, they know they know he can get the ball. He yeah. the way he plays. Know they're gonna win. You never know, man. In the past, they had to make a lot of trades, and they got people like Zebo. They got people like Paul Gasol there. Yep. Got Marcus all to get there, but they now well, they drafted well throughout the Jared years. Jackson, you well, yeah, because once Connor was there, right? At what, at what time? Um, Jerry West was there. Yeah, he was time. there. Yeah, he was there. They 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 drafted well. Like you got yeah. Dylan Brooks, Jaron Jackson. Yeah, you got uh Bain. Seems like he he nice, and they got some nice pieces to yeah. build around though. I just don't understand wherever Jerry West go, bro. Jerry he, West. he just he just the it, bro. <laughs> he, he got that magic dust though. Yeah. <laughs> he got that. He got that. Yeah. 
He brings in the right free agents. He makes the right trades. He the one got Zubak to come there. And he's who I dominated them boys yesterday. Smartest man in the room. And like the Clippers, bro, we got to get Ty Lue his his flowers too. Oh, yeah, he's ball. He's coaching. He's he's coaching his ass off. He's coaching his ass off. All right, man, let's get to the next topic right here, man. Like, there's a there's there's been a conversation. We the Brooklyn Nets right now are 32 and 32, and I think they're at like the eighth or ninth seed. And it's been a conversation that the reason why James left or wanted to leave, or uh, is the issue that he had with, with just overall with the Nets was because if they end up playing the playing game with Toronto, Kyrie won't be able to play. Key man, give me your thoughts. If they end up playing that play against Toronto, one game on the line, mm-hmm. they got Tony go home. And if and here's the thing: if 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 it's in Toronto, mm-hmm. Kyrie has to take the vaccination to be able to play because well, Toronto's not letting any players play without the vaccination. Well, we already know he's not taking the vaccine. So <laughs> should he take it if they have if they if they want to try to win this game? We can say he should take it. He ain't taking it. If he was going to take it, he'd have took it now. He ain't going to wait all this time to take mm-hmm. it. You know what I'm saying? So, yeah, you know, Brooklyn this season, bro, is, you know, and I and I ain't mad at James Harden. You know, you come there thinking this is what it's going to be, right? We, and if you KD now, I know he probably won't say it, but, bro, I know he looking at it, bro. I love Golden State to come play with you, Kyrie, in Brooklyn. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Where I know Stephanie I'm going to do whatever it takes to win. Right, yeah. And he probably won't never admit this public, but I bet he done had some conversations with his family or friends. Like, it's some bullshit. And, and then you got Ben Simmons. I don't know what to say about this cat, bro. How <laughs> you got a back injury? <laughs> you ain't played since you fucking pass up a layup. Hey, bro, like, the New York uh, Bears yeah, ain't good. Yeah. I was like, I was like. Yeah, that didn't make uh, sense yeah, at all, bro. Because I, I was watching KD uh, when they was playing Miami uh, the other night. He was playing by himself. He was by himself, bro. He went out the game. They was up by 15. And he just he just on the bench shaking his head. And you got fucking Ben Simmons clapping on the sideline, <laughs> trying to be a cheerleader. Like, like, so you know, everybody said you would have gave Brooklyn the edge of winning that deal, but I don't know, bro, because you got two cats that you don't know what you're gonna get from them. Yeah. With Ben Simmons and Kyrie, bro. You yeah. like basketball is not a uh, 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 priority, a priority bro. Right. And I saw that with Ben Simmons. I hate to say it when he was at LSU, bro. How you don't even get that team into the dance with that yeah. talent he had? He quit on him, bro. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, you doing roll. all this not to go play in Philly on March 10th? Yeah. To he, say you got he, a back he injury? Was, he could be back now. He yes. not, he's not going to play that game. And he's doing that. Mark my word, after March 10th, he come back. But then, I mean, I and, but then after that, you got a chemistry uh same as last year. Same as last year. March 10th is too late because you only got like a week left for games. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and they can go home in Toronto because Toronto, Toronto is a scrappy team, bro. And now you can put on KD because you really only got one score if you don't have Kyrie there. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? You, you, double, you double team. KD get the ball out of his hand and make the other people beat you. Yeah, and that's in trouble, bro. Yeah, they're in trouble. They're in a huge trouble. So if if James felt to be the traded because Kyrie with the Toronto situation, man, James tripping. But if you can't win, I think that's maybe just one of his issues, right? So if it's an issue, bro, if you can't win with you and KD against Toronto, bro, you need to be out of here, though. You ain't the star that we think you are, bro. It ain't you ain't the star. No, you don't need Kyrie when you got two of the the greatest scores of the basketball of all time. 
because you don't have Kyrie, you're talking about you can't win against Toronto in a series? Come on, dog. They're not playing a series. They're playing one game. Even one game. Bro, don't matter. Bro, you cannot beat Toronto with KD and, and James Harden, dog, and the cast of others. It says something about James Harden to me, right? Kyrie, you, Kyrie's going to be Kyrie, dog. We, he's not going to take the vaccination. It's going to be what it is. But when you got KD and Harden, bro, you got a shot every night. Both of them cats could drop you 50 easy. Man, it looks bad on, on Harden more than Kyrie at the end of the day for me. If that's one of the reasons he had an issue about wanting to be traded because of if they got to play Toronto in the play-in and you might go home, I look bad on you, dog. But I mean, if you, I look at it like this. It may imagine if they play at home, they still the way the mandate set up right now, he wouldn't be able to play. True. And Brooklyn bench is not strong at all. So not like, at all. so if you're James Harden, it seems like you're gonna come down to a position where it's gonna be something similar to last season, where he's got to. I mean, imagine when you knew we were going through that. They lost like what eleven games in a row. Yeah, they lost. And. <laughs> And I think he, at that point seat. he was pushing himself. Then it was a and his whole his whole frame of mind coming to Brooklyn was not to be right. in a role where I got to push myself and be the offensive juggernaut that I was in Houston. Being that he's playing with probably three of the greatest, two of the greatest well, scores that ever played the basketball. So it's like, are you disappointed? Yes. Now I'm pretty sure it's more to that story. Yeah. Than just that, and like I, I don't think I, that was just the only I, reason no, why. That wasn't the only reason. I but heard, I think there's a cluster heard, of things. I heard, I heard too that you know um, him and him and KD, they wasn't as you know what I'm saying he ain't like the way different offenses run through KD. Sometimes. Oh yeah, 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 I heard that day he wanted one more, one more, more ISO. Yeah, they ran a little bit more, maybe move the ball a little bit more, mm-hmm. and I think he also didn't like the way uh, C. Nash would call him out mm-hmm. versus not calling out Kyrie. I mean, it's a lot of different things. I'm pretty sure it's a lot of small things. I think, to be honest with you, I think if the Nets would have sat Kyrie for the entire season, I think James would still be there. Yeah, yeah, I think so too. I think he left only because of the fact because they wouldn't they wouldn't make right. a decision. Because it looks like yeah. you're catering to right. Kyrie just to. It don't look like it. They, 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 they did do that. You're pleasing him right. by letting him be a part time player. Right. You emphatically was like, he's not. We not and playing he prob- a part time. And player. he probably was mad at KD because KD okayed it. If he KD if KD say no. We good. Yeah. Yep, I think that would have been different. Yeah. No doubt. Right, so. But it, it's pressure on James Harden in this playoffs, bro. You have no more excuse now. Oh, no, you got you got, you got to produce. You got an MVP play, couple yeah. player you're playing with you. Zero. There is nothing else to be said. Yes. At this point, you got to get it done. And yes. Tobias Harris solid. Yeah. He's solid. And Maxie. Maxie. And Maxie's Maxie. playing well. He, he taking advantage of the yeah. opportunity with Ben Simmons being So out. he have no excuse this year to, to get out the East. Maxie. And you can't go disappearing like you was doing in big time games yep. when you was in Houston. Yeah, you coming can't. up two for thirteen, two for fourteen. Yeah, it can't, it can't, it can't fade. Yeah, and you got to realize the East is gonna be tough. And Doc on the line too. And Philly ain't playing that shit. And Doc on the line too, because you done blew three one leads throughout your career. Yeah, Philly. <laughs> what Philly fans will let you know oh, it in yeah. a heartbeat. Yes. And you better be ready. East ain't. East is gonna be tough. It's gonna be tough, bro. You gonna be tough it. getting out Milwaukee in them. You gonna be yeah. tough and getting out Miami playing, and Boston and playing Boston playing well. It's yeah. gonna be real tough, man, to see how it works, man. He's gonna be lit, and I'm liking because it's early games. Yeah, we have to wait till the West Coast games <laughs> yeah. to get a good playoff. Not yeah, this it's year. It's gonna be not this year. Yeah. So, all right, man. So get your thoughts real quick, Key, on this. Kyrie hired the first ever black woman as his agent. Now, granted, that his, his agent is now as his stepmother, mm-hmm. right? So that is his dad's wife, right? 
But, but give me your thoughts on that, him making that making history like that. Well, you know, Kyrie do some dope things. I know a lot of people don't uh, believe it, uh, like things Kyrie do, but I would say, you know what I'm saying, he go against the grain on a lot of things with trying to help out the community and – you know, that's dope giving in the first black female ever uh, opportunity like this. You know, she do a great job. It might open her do- doors to even get more uh, players on her, you know what I'm saying, with her company. So you got to, you know, um, definitely shout out to Kyrie from doing that, man. You know, um, you know, even though he was giving money to the women's, uh, the female players when they was out that time. So definitely shout out to Kyrie from doing that. WNBA players. WNBA players. players. Yeah. yeah, so – you know, like I say, he he's a weird dude, but he do do good things, you know, other than basketball. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's dope, though. Like I said, I think the whole vaccination situation just overshadows what he do off the floor. And that's what people all talk about, the vaccination, the vaccination, the sacrifice to win a championship. Kyrie's not sacrificing. But like I said, giving money to the WNBA during the lockout, you know, they're not making that ton of money. Having the first black agent is huge. What's was your old girl like Nicole Lynn? Isn't she involved somewhere in basketball a little bit? I have no idea. She works for uh, NF Rock Nation and the, the, no, she with Clutch now, right? No, she's with Clutch, and I, I'm not sure she's she's. I think she's trying to get to the NBA right. world, but I'm not sure she has any clients just yet. Um, but this, I mean, this right here, I mean, his, it's groundbreaking. It's groundbreaking because I think his his uh, stepmother is was already very established in the career she was in. Mm-hmm. Um, I I know it. She was at the she was an executive somewhere else, and now she's she's able to branch to this building. And I mean, it keeps all the money in the family. It's family. You uplifting your own family, and you lifting you know black women at the same time. Absolutely. Um, putting them in powerful positions to be able to move forward. And I'm glad his family could think of that. Yep. You know, I'm mean, think about that. Way. Yeah, and I do feel like, I mean, yeah, yeah, I like Kyrie. Everybody knows I like Kyrie. So. But some of the stuff he does do overshadows the fact that he yeah. he is a very smart young man. Yeah, absolutely. Like like that's said, willing to make to take chances. If it wasn't for the vaccination, man, people would probably giving this dude more flowers off the court of what oh, yeah, he's yeah, been yeah, doing. Yeah, yeah. You know and, what I'm saying? It's just, it's just unfortunate right now what's just, going on. It's just not vaccination. It is also the the idiotic comments he makes sometimes. He, but he, at the same he time, sometimes though, he'd be like, what? Yeah, <laughs> but like I said, this is a big deal, man. Like I said, hoping that it opens up the door for more, you know, African American, you know, women to go ground groundbreaking yep. to the sport. Yeah, and like I said, all you need is really the details of the contract. A lot yeah. of these superstars, they gonna get big money regardless. It's right, the, it's the minor details, right. the suites, the travel, the whole, you know, just the in and out type deals. How I want my money, mm-hmm. you know, in the off season. Just little things like that. So if you can get that down. I mean, it's, it's the lawyer stuff, really, honestly. Yeah, absolutely, right. And if you have a background, then you should be all right. And I think that's what his, yep. some of the already has. So it works. It's perfect. I'm salute to him, man. Man, yeah, absolutely, man. Good job, Kyrie. Okay. You know what I mean? Now, I, let's talk about this, man. Damn, I've been clear. You put this out, you send it to the team. Mm-hmm. He's been cleared to return to New Orleans. New Orleans, man. Mm-hmm. What impact will he have at this point in the season? He can have a huge impact if he come in there. And focus on uh, getting this eating right. You know what I'm saying? I mean, shouldn't he already done that since he's been <laughs> right, sitting right, in Portland? Right, 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 right now. Yeah. But I'm saying be, eating right now ain't going to help him. I'm, but I'm saying you're back in New Orleans now. So you was out in uh, Portland. Portland. Right. And now it's temptation. <laughs> he better not be temptated, temptation right now. But I'm now. just saying, and he got a lot to prove because everybody's talking about you, bro. Everybody's saying, look what Jai's doing. Yeah. You're the number one pick. We know what you can do when you are on the floor, but 
or you got that mindset and discipline that you want to be great. Mm-hmm. Or you want to be like a tractor trailer or somebody like Sean that. Sean Kemp shit. Sean Kemp, somebody eat their way out the lead. Because yep. we all know once you're on the floor, you must see TV too. Yeah. Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah. right now, the Pelicans are doing everything. I like the moves they have made in the trade. Because you can have your own nice going to the future, big three. Yep. With McCollum, Ingram, and, and you. Mm-hmm. You the missing you the missing piece. Yep. And you got opportunity to make the playoffs. Can he let me ask you a quick question to follow really really quickly. Do you think he's gonna buy in? Is he can this help him buy in to being in New Orleans? Well, because I feel like that's the thing the difference in him and Ja. Right. Ja wants to be in Memphis. Right. He wants to make Memphis a a place where people want to play at. Want to he wants he wants to win in Memphis. He wants to be there. Can this can that move or can Zion finally buy into New Orleans because of these moves they made? And, and even if you don't want to be in New Orleans, you still need to play to show other teams that I want to give you a big time deal. Because nobody right now, your contract is coming up next year. Yeah. How many teams won't give you over a hundred million, two hundred million? So right now well, you're gonna get that much on the next deal, will he? Yeah, he gets. I mean, he's gonna get at least one fifty. Yes, right, he's gonna be restricted if yeah. they don't give him a contract this year. So you're going to the fourth year. So you showing somebody you, gonna give him money. You're playing. You playing for other teams right now to say, mm. you know, what I'm saying I'm back. So even if you're not even playing for New Orleans, you're playing for your reputation and your career going forward. But you know, he got. You know, it's on you right now. The, the Pelicans. I love. The, I love the moves they made. And it's time for him to step up, bro. Show us, you know what I'm saying, that you are a top 50 player in the league. Because, you know, early when you was a rookie, they probably had you in the top 25. Oh, yeah, it was annoying that boy. <laughs> yeah, so, you know what I'm saying, it's, it's pressure. It's pressure. Yeah, I, I hope he dumbed down next week. I mean, you got 20 games left. You haven't played all year. If you could come in and give him 17 to 10, be that complimentary and let B.I. and uh, C.J., you know, carry the load. They're going to be a problem in the playoffs, bro. You yes. got Graham coming off the bench. You got Valachunas giving you a double-double. These are young cats just, just scrappy. They could be a problem in, a, in for them top three seeds, bro. Mm-hmm. If they can get that 6-7 seed out of coming out of the play-in, they can be real, real scrappy, though. But for Zion, bro, like you said, how bad you want it? Bro, like, like how bad? No matter where you playing, bro, like, how bad do you want it? Like, bro, your efforts off the court shows you not really focused on your career. And it's not going to last long in the NBA, bro. Uh, you can't be 300 pounds talking, trying to talk about it. And your whole game is athleticism. It ain't like you wet behind a, behind a three. You ain't no jumper, no no mid-range. Your game is explosiveness getting to the rim. Like Charles Barkley said, you can't play basketball fat. Fact, bro. <laughs> no, it, it's going. they're going to expose you. Yes. They're going to expose you, bro. And your your knees, knees, your knees going to have a problem. Yeah. You go, and it's just going to be, so for me, my expectation for him, bro, where are you mentally to get your situation together mm-hmm. off the court? On the court, you know he's 25 and 10, mm-hmm. even when he was 285. Yeah. But can he focus off the court, bro, and really lock in and say, Let, let's this make a line. run, this do what we can do. And we'll worry about right. being in New Orleans, the contract up here, take care of itself. Mm-hmm. But can he focus off the court, man, to be an impact on the floor? Because if you're 300, bro, you're not helping nobody. What's going to show me, James, if he if he going to do it, if he going to come and hop in there and say, I'm on a business restriction, but I'm going to play. Not take this season off. You cannot take this season yeah, off. Yeah, they, they in the thick of things, yes. though. You got to play. Even if you're playing 20 minutes yeah, a game. Yeah. 
Yeah. You got you to gotta come out there and show something. Hell, the majority of his career has been a minute restriction. <laughs> yeah, that's what it's seen. Like, I that's mean, from his first year to now. So, I, can is he going to buy in to being in New Orleans, man? That really what it's all about. Like, I have these conversations with people all the time where it's not about, and, and this is just in life. When you move to a new city, if you're thinking about the past stuff, you're never going to buy into what's around you. The current situation, right. you can't see the beauty of what's where you at, right? right. And it's like I'm, 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 I'm seeing these things, I'm hearing them, but I'm, I'm, I'm really, I'm really, really, um, I'm really at the point where I don't think he can understand where he's at currently to really enjoy it. Right. You know, he's thinking about, I mean, I, and this is just reports, but you know, when you hear reports, but he wants to be in New York, he wants to be in other places, and you're like, yeah, but really, what, what do you find great about New Orleans? If you don't, if you don't like what you see, you're not gonna be, you're not gonna buy in. I get it now. I'm not gonna lie to you. I, I, I don't understand. I didn't understand that they didn't have their own practice facilities. I, I didn't understand why they shared it with the Saints. Like I couldn't understand that until someone said, "Oh, they were building their own." But yeah. man, that should have been happening. Yeah, it's I no mean, way. It's no way in the world an NBA professional team should not have his own practice facilities to go to. They should have built that a long time ago. And David Stern or whoever else is the uh, at the time with the commissioner, but David Stern's commissioner at the time, but and then follow up with the new commission that or the current commission they have now, they should have stopped that meeting and said, No, we can't do that unless you build your own facilities or we'll move this we'll move this team out of here. There's no way that should have been part of the deal. There's no way they should have been sharing facilities with the Saints. Ain't no way I'm rolling up in here. And the Saints players on the other side here playing practice and I'm I'm rolling the same facilities and I'm seeing the Saints name. On the same facilities I'm going into, that doesn't you make think, sense. But you think it's just about the the facilities and the infrastructure stuff? The that, infrastructure is, is really built for the Saints, not built for the Pelicans. But I, but I think if it's not like Zion grew up in Brooklyn, like he grew up in that has nothing. South but that has nothing to do with what I'm talking about. That has nothing to do. With, it doesn't align. I, I'm looking at it from it's just a, it's a part about going to work. True. Like when you go to work, you're gonna have you you go to work and you want to see a certain you want to see your environment. Focus on what you're doing. You want to see the organization put yeah, the same effort. Put the effort in that you put in there yeah. as you train and and, and, and get ready for your um, ready for every game and every and for your basketball season. There's no reason why you should be walking in into a football football facilities that that happens to have a basketball court. Like, it doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense. And there's not there, you're not the only small market team that doesn't have two teams. Is that a there's, oh, yeah, is that a small market team? Small market city. Excuse me. That has multiple teams. That's a lot. Yeah. So I, I don't get it. It's just being cheap. I think it's hopefully it's not this way, man. His family's putting that 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 that, that stake in his back, like man, we need to get out of New Orleans, right? It has, he has to take control of his career and do what he wants to do. And family gonna be family. Whether they gonna support you or not, he has to realize what I want best with my career. I mean, Whether it's in New Orleans, Cleveland, whatever. But if you look at him, I mean, really honestly, what market has LeBron been outside of L.A. that he was the – it was a massive, humongous market? I mean, I he was pretty solid. I think Miami, because of the whole beach deal. Like but Miami's Miami. not a massive market. It's right, not so New- you can go anywhere and play and be the man. It's not L.A. It's not New York, and it's not Chicago. Chicago. Right, right, no doubt. It's not those type of cities. So he can, so, he can be the man in New Orleans if he wants. And so I don't you know the city going to love you. I don't understand. Like no, at you that gotta point, win, though. you got to win. 
Winning matters. Right, but, win. but I think money matters more a lot to these players than winning, bro. I mean, but money could be money's going to happen regardless. Yep. He will still get his money in New yeah. Orleans. Yes. They can't. They, Here's the thing: they can only they can pay them just as much amount as they pay them in, they in pay New York the City, yeah. and they, and your tax is gonna be less. Yeah. So I don't understand. My thing is, I just don't get that part, yeah. right? So then buying into that, coming into this season, he needs to be locked in. They they on the playoff chase. Yeah. They and need I, him. And really, I ain't like it. I ain't like the fact when uh, McCollum came, you ain't give him a phone call. Oh, that's terrible. You bro. didn't reach out to him. It should like, be your uh, job, not CJ's yeah, job. Yeah, yes, <laughs> like you there already. Like this, your team. I shouldn't if I'm CJ, I'm a vet. Why I'm reaching out to you? And that's probably why he ain't called him. Yeah, like why I'm reaching out to you? Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like whoever advice, like you said, whoever giving him advice right now, hey, they, he, failing him, he, they failing you. You gotta. That's why I respect the boy out in Charlotte because he saw the mistake his dad was doing with Alonzo, and he became his own man. He's like, Not no, too, I ain't gonna pass up on this shoe deal. I'm gonna sign with the Rock Nation. I don't, you know what I'm saying? So you got to become your, you know, like you said, at this point, your career is in your hand. Like a mom, dad, I thank you. Y'all got me here. Y'all took me to practice. Y'all <laughs> right. whatever. I love but y'all. But, you, whatever. But, but right now. It's my dad. It's, yes. it's on me. It's, it's for me to go if I want to be a great, an all-time great. It's on me. Yes. My career going to skyrocket or fail right. because I'm making right. the final decision. Not yes. because... What nobody else say. Because the family want to be. The market don't even matter now, bro. Yeah. Everybody on TV, shoe deals. And you and you only there for like six, seven months. Okay, you don't like living there. You're there for six. And and six, seven, six months, seven months out there. You're traveling traveling half of that. Half of that, yep. (laughs) So you're barely there anyway. Yeah, dog. So I, I, that's what I'm saying. Like, I don't see. I don't see what he's really. I don't see what his beef is. Is that an excuse? Because he's out of weight and he's using that as an excuse. Yeah, I, I feel like that's what's going on. Yeah. I mean, in a small market like that, when you want to see wins, you want to see guys go out there and do great things. I mean, he needs to understand, like, dude, if you go out there and win, they're going to love you. Facts. And if you don't win, they're going to get on you. That's just how it is. That's just how it is. That's called expectations. Expectations. And the expectations going to be great if you go to New York. Oh, it's gonna be, worse. and it's not like it's not you like got, New York. You got seventy newspapers, and it's not like New York is the, like winning. Like they had that one season last year, but overall, the last four or five years, they've been just as awful. Yeah, though. So, like, what is it? At least, at least you kind of can hide because the Pelicans is not doing well. Yep. But when you're in New York, you can't hide. The Knicks is it. Yeah. Everybody want, loves the Knicks. His expectations, bro. Man, it's too. It's over the. It's over the toss up. Zion, man, listen, listen to us, brother. <laughs> like, embrace where you at, mm-hmm. and then you know, get that second deal. Go that. out there and ball, and then if you feel like at this point that you can't maximize your potential in New Orleans, oh, move on, bro. Yeah. Move on. You don't have to force yourself out like AD. Move on. AD, turn around and sign that second contract. Because yep. I'll take because I'll take Julius Randall Randall for you and some and some and, and a couple of players. <laughs> and Randall was there before. Yeah, yeah, he was there. Yeah. So it just man, come on, man. Let's get, let's get to the next yeah. one. We get on. Let's get into that, some NFL news. Have a little NFL discussion real quick, man. So you, you know they've been going on with the uh, Packers and the and Aaron Rodgers, man. It's been, it's been a crazy conversation, crazy thing going on, transaction going between two, between both parties. And last night, you know, it came out yesterday, I think, or yeah, definitely yesterday, that Aaron Rodgers is very 50-50 on what he wants to do. He wants, if he wants to stay in, in, um, in, um, in Green Bay or if he wants to leave and go to a new team. So, you know, apparently a decision is supposed to happen pretty soon. Ray, man, give me your thoughts, man. Should, should Green Bay keep trying to get Aaron Rodgers to stay there? And make him the highest paid player in the NFL, 
Or should I at this point say, you know what, we're going to move on. Move on. You can't make Aaron Rodgers the highest paid player in the league and you flopped the last three out of four years and you had a number one seed. Clearly, Aaron Rodgers is not the Aaron Rodgers of old. He's not that guy to carry you to a championship by himself. So you can't make it. Because if you do, you're losing Devontae Adams, right? And that's his, his most, that's his best player. And Green Bay have showed over the last couple of years, they've spent money in the offseason on free agents where in the past they haven't, right? They was like, all right, we're going to build through the draft. What we have, what we have. So they've, they've spent money to address what Rodgers want as far as weapons. Though you're the number one seed three out of the last four years. And the reason why you lose is because of Aaron Rodgers, right? Like, you're Aaron Rodgers. Like, they, the expectation is you to get you over the hump, especially when you playing at home in the NFC Championship game or the second round of the playoffs. It's on you. So if I'm the Green Bay Packers, best time. Like, like Bill Belichick always used to say, I'd rather move on one year early than one year too late. And Aaron Rodgers is not that guy no more. So if I'm Green Bay, man, I'm moving on. It's the Jordan Love era, and we just going to roll the dice. Whether we And it ain't like the NFC uh, North is that great. Chicago, bad. Detroit, bad. Minnesota, so up and down. Bro, it's time for the Jordan Love era, Brian. Get what you can get from the picks you're going to get from Green uh, trading Aaron Rodgers. Time to move on. Hold on for one second. We are. You do realize Aaron Rodgers won MVP, right? Don't matter. It ain't equal. The expectation is championship, but it don't equate. It ain't equaling up. So they haven't been. Hold on. They haven't been the number one seed three of the last four years. It was last back back years. Two years, two years, but not three out of the last four. I, I, I though they when they lost to the 49ers they three won years the, ago, they won the number one seed. They lost. They, had, they won the thirteen games. They went to San Francisco though. They went to San Francisco. The number one seed was San Francisco then. The one when they lost to KC. There was number one okay. seed. So at least, but well, I say, oh, in the last four years, I w- in the last four or five they were, years. They've been two. At least two or three, at least in the last five years. Had to be. two. They've been two out of the last four. But also you got to realize, and hold on, for you, I'm going to let you go. Uh, he's won MVP two years in a row. Three out of the last four years, right? Two of the last, two of the last Brady, three. Who won, uh, he won back-to-back. He won, Mahomes won one. Mahomes, Mahomes and Rodgers. Yeah, he's he won, won two of the last back. three. He won three out of four. No, he's not, he's not won three out of the four. I believe it's three. He's out won four, four MVPs, right? But he hasn't won three out of the last four. Uh, but he's won. He won MVPs. He's four time MVP. Yes, he won it, I and he won three it three out of four, dog. He won it last year, and he won it the year Mahomes, before. I think Mahomes won in between two back to backs, and then the year before, I think he won that thing, dog. I I don't think he's won three out of the last four. Okay, but at the end of the day, you're saying he's done. I ain't say so, he's done. Yeah, I, I think I mean, he's done in Green Bay. Okay. Because how many times you going to keep getting the number one seed and you not capitalizing, right? You building your team around Aaron Rodgers. Same thing with the Saints did. Like, when you keep building around these great players and you not getting over the hump, when are you going to continue? Your team eventually going to get bad. And now if you pay him highest paid, what are you, you going to do with Devontae? Right? He wants a big time that he earned it. I know you mean franchising. But you're going to lose a lot of players on your team. So if I'm Green Bay, like, you got to, like, do we want to stay relevant and build? Or, honestly, bro, Aaron Rodgers is not the kind of cat that's going to get you over the hump. So, man, I understand you want a contract, but saying you want to be the highest paid quarterback is ridiculous. No, I, I don't, and I, I don't think he stated this, and I don't think he's highest paid quarterback. 
highest played player. That's ridiculous. Yeah, that's ridiculous. Still so ridiculous. we're talking almost. That's even worse. Still ridiculous. That's even worse. At this point, like, what are you? What are you? Are you trying to win a championship? Because we done brought you everything you wanted. You, you wanted to go get uh, Cobb. We went and got you that. Yeah. We got you running backs. We got you D. And when you get in the playoffs, you're only putting up 12, 13 points. And all going to be coming in next year. You you can make a case even if he's even going to be a top five quarterback. You know what I'm saying? You can name five quarterbacks that may be better than him next year. You know what I'm saying? Allen. Allen, Mahomes. You can't say. Uh, Joe Burrow. Are we talking uh, reality? Are we talking well, maybe I'm talking, about it done, I'm talking about getting it done in a playoff. But we also thought that, I mean, listen, I know everybody thinks this about Mahomes. But outside of the. One time that he went to the Super Bowl, where has Mahomes done? But he'd have been to the NFC Championship games. So has. Years, yes. So has. No, no. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Was, was, was um, Rodgers not at the NFC Championship game last year? Yeah. Yeah, but I'm saying. So he like, what, a, what, what are we talking about? But yeah. I'm talking about, but since Mahomes been a starting quarterback, he's been at Super Bowl and NFC Championship games. No, Mahomes has been in, in AFC Championship games. Right. And he's also lost. He has, but I'm, he done been to two Super Bowls though. Aaron Rodgers ain't been to and a Super Bowl in over a decade. What, what's 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 on his record? What's on his he, resume? He's one and one. No, what's on his resume? One and one championship. Right. I, whether you want to say he's been there, I mean, Jim Kelly went there four times. Yeah, but Aaron Rodgers. What's on his record? But Aaron Rodgers. Well, his resume says zero. But he ain't been playing. Aaron Rodgers been playing the league now, damn near almost 18, 19 years. He's been there. I think he's he's been there fifteen years. Fifteen years, and you like have and you haven't been back to the Super Bowl. Yeah. I mean, bro, it's, it's hard to get there, right? Yeah, right. Andrew Drew Brees. Yeah, true. It's hard. It's hard. Drew it's Brees. Drew Brees only been there once. Right. He's only there one time. I felt, and, and you're right, but Drew Brees got robbed out one Super Bowl. I don't want to hear about you getting robbed. Hard, though. Though. He's only been there one time. But, and I agree with you, but I'm, but it's just like race. If we get you the highest paid uh, player in, on, in the league. What that do for our team? You it ain't like you carrying us to a Super Bowl. You know what I'm saying? Right. You have well, no one seed. Yeah, you're number one seed. Like and the quarterbacks you done lost to wasn't that great. And you know what I'm saying? And you've been in Green Bay with those games you lost. So do you want a new contract? I get it, but to be the highest because like you said, if I'm uh what's the what if I'm the receiver name? Avante, uh, I'm looking at like, but well, damn, you don't give a fuck if I eat or not. Yeah, yeah, if I'm Devontae, I'm like, so what, fuck. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? That's one thing about Tom Brady. Tom Brady took, he got his money, but he still took, he left money on the table so he can win a, a championship. So Aaron Rodgers, is it about money to you or is it about a, winning a, 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 another Lombardi? Because at, at the end of the day, Green Bay done had two all-time greats and they only had two Super Bowls over the last Two decades. You done had Brad Farr and Aaron Rodgers, and you got two Super Bowls. Yeah. Yeah. Listen, I'm I'm one hundred percent with you guys, man. Um but I mean, you're gonna please one of the greatest players ever played the game. Um, I mean, listen, Temple Bay said they'll take him back, take Tom Brady back in a heartbeat. Um and and what what team doesn't want to be in competition? I talk about this all the time. People don't understand. I'm, yeah, as we know, I'm a Falcon fan. I would love for us to have some more playoff success. Yes. But I also would like for us just to be in the playoffs. Be a shot, dog. You want to be in the shot? You want to be able to see your team ascend and win? 
right? You want to see progress. You want to see you know a team. I want us to go from four wins two years ago, seven wins last year to to at least eleven wins next year, eleven and twelve, right? And that's what you want to see. Green Bay every year is going to be in competition, being being in some competition of winning the championship as that man is the quarterback. That's what he do. He wins the he he or he gets them there where they can win the big one or not. I, did he play his greatest game? He didn't play awful yeah. against San Francisco. He just didn't play. He didn't play uh, at championship level. Yeah, that first drive. Now I think one thing that I have to say with him about that, I will say this: when you look at him outside of that one run he had, and I remember that because he ate us alive in the semifinals. We don't remember. I remember when he came to Atlanta. We were the number one seed. We were twenty. It was twenty eight twenty four, and we threw a pick, made it thirty five twenty four, going to halftime. And then he came out there and he was blessing us ever since. I remember when Copeland supposed to sack him and didn't, and he spent the round score a touchdown. And everybody, that was the evolution of the, the mobile quarterback and throw in run, right? Yeah, yeah. But you look at him, if you look at some of his losses he's had, and whether it's an NFC championship game, they have been pretty bad. Mm-hmm. I mean, we're talking, we're just talking about last year with Tom Brady and, and, uh, and, and uh, point star Jimmy. But when you think about, I mean, Matt Ryan ate them alive. Mm-hmm. He ate them alive like like four or five years ago, six years ago. And overall, he's not had the success that you would think he should have. But some of that stuff hasn't been his issue. Some of that stuff has been on on the fact that his defense is not always the greatest. And when his defense is good, the offense is not as spectacular in, in certain levels. So, man, but listen, you're going to bring that guy back because he makes them, he gives him the best chance to win. Period. Whether you like like where you like the quarterback, first of all, you may want to think about getting rid of the quarterback. You may want to think about getting rid of Jordan Clark. Was it Clark? Jordan Clark? No, Jordan Love. Love. You may want to think about trading him. Why? You need first of all, whether you keep him, whether you keep whether you Jordan Love is not it. We saw it. Here's in it. Okay. Get trade him. Give him trade him to Tampa Bay. Trade him somewhere else. Or give him an opportunity to start fresh. Pittsburgh maybe. Somewhere, get that guy some chance to start fresh. He's not it, okay, right? And and let somebody else see what they can do with Jordan Love. So, I mean, if you do that, and Aaron Rodgers in the next couple of years retire, you got nothing. You had nothing for a while before you had Brent Favre. <laughs> you and you are very fortunate because people keep forgetting Brent Favre's career did not start in Green Bay. Yeah, it started in Atlanta, yeah. and they made a trade. So let's not act like. Brent Favre started there, and that's what made them. It was a fantastic moving forward. So I, I, I look at it like, man, listen, you may want to think about trading them and moving on. Jordan Love is not it. Move on for him. Maybe bring in some other pieces. Get a little younger. You got some young DBs. Yeah, got you got some young players got out there. Um, and you're going to have a cider cap issue. They stacked in the secondary. So you're going to have to think about that moving forward, right? Uh, they're going to they're gonna lose some linebackers, Smith, Smith boys. Um, they're going to lose some players, but they're going to have to figure it out. And you, you, sign, you, you sign your boy back, you sign Aaron Rodgers back for another year, maybe two. You know, year to year. Let him move on after that. And then you move on overall. Like, but Jordan Love's not it. You gave him a chance because KC, do y'all see what he looked like? It's going to be interesting. Defense played well. He played awful. Be a fan of Green Bay. So, I'd, be ner- I'd be nervous right now, dog. So I don't know what's going to happen. Before, all right, man. Let's, let's jump to the next topic, though. Let's do it. 
Let's talk about top it too once once when I can fit it in. Is the NFL? Mm-mm. We want to talk about lacrosse. No, it's not lacrosse. <laughs> I actually, Adrian, she brought it up a couple, a couple of weeks ago. Y'all heard about the transgender uh, who's competing in the swimming against the regular women. Okay, we'll we'll, we'll bring that out yeah. at the end. It's fair yeah. file. Yeah, yeah. We'll, bring, we'll put that at the end yeah. of fair file. So we'll it. bring that in the fair file. Do All it. right, let's talk a little bit about what's going on with the coast and Carson Wentz. Man, they want to trade him. They want to get rid of him. They want to move on with no succession plan. Ray, let me start. You, let me, you start this off. What? Hey, man, what should the coach do with Carson Wentz? Keep him. He didn't play that bad, right? Like you, it, your expectation you have to build around and run around Jonathan Taylor, play defense, and it, it shows that you can win a Super Bowl by playing defense, running the football, and make timely passes. And Wentz has shown he can make the throws, and he showed this year he limited turnovers. It's just the expectation. Maybe they thought they were better than what they was gonna be. And Tennessee won the division, but Wentz is solid though. Like he, Frank Wright, is it's a good situation for him. And if I'm the coach, I think they will be remiss to, to move on from uh, Carson. He played well for them, and it just happened that Jonathan Taylor had an all world year. But you, he's something you can build around. He just, you just his thing was turning over and being healthy. And he was that this year. He limited the turnover. And he was very healthy this year. So I wouldn't trade him if I'm the coach. If I'm if I'm the coach, I think of, I'm, th- I'm I'm trying to get rid of him, bro. He just ain't that dude. Not the one of the champions because the coach got everything. They got the, one of the best O lines, best defense, one of the best running backs in the game. If I'm the coach, I'm going out for like a uh, see if I can trade you away for like a uh, Deshaun, uh, Deshaun Jackson, Deshaun uh, uh, Jackson, Deshaun, uh, you know Watson, Watson. okay, uh, 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 Aaron Rodgers, a uh, 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 Russell. Like if I'm if I'm I'm them I'm looking at one of those type of quarterbacks because mm-hmm. coach got everything we got receivers and Wentz just bro um, he's just not that dude and if I can get rid of him because that's the only thing holding the coach back yeah. he up and down he he's just no consistency with him so if I can like I said I can get rid of like me or Deshaun Watson or uh, a Rod uh uh shit I would take Jimmy G over fucking uh Wentz mm. bro. Cause he can't stay healthy, though. but he can't. But shit, Wentz, he just throw too many bad turnovers. You do have them like scratching head. Yeah, yeah, like, like what, what are you, are you looking do? at? Yeah, you got all the talent, big arm, but he don't play winning football. Okay, they didn't even make the playoff this year. Yeah, how you don't make the playoff with that team? Yeah, mm-hmm. I agree, bro. Like, I don't know what you're gonna do with him though because he's so affordable in the in the modern NFL. And he's a he's even though he's not dynamic, he I mean it's the first year in that offense. He had COVID early in the season. He had COVID during the season. He had no he had injuries early in the season that probably didn't reduce his practice time. He had COVID during the season. I feel like for him, I mean I feel like the way he plays, man. Um, I feel like he can be. Because he's so affordable and because they they do everything based off the running game, maybe you give him a couple more playmakers. I mean, all they had was Hilliard last year, maybe a couple another another receiver, but if you can give him maybe another playmaker, another tight end, somebody like that, he loves a tight end, right? Um, uh, pause. Uh, they have no but he, I feel like, yeah, Pittman, Pascal, no. Pascal, that's it. Like, Pascal, Pittman, T.Y. T.Y. played off and on during the season because yeah. he was injuries. That's it. I feel like, you know, he, if you give him a couple more plays, maybe draft somebody, maybe draft the kid out of uh, Ohio State, Oak Cleave, 
The seats look like a, like a burner runs a ran like a four three. Um, two forty. Uh, the kid from Baylor who 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 also seems to be somebody that can get up and down the field. I mean, maybe grab drive. Maybe because you have some time. Maybe get Williams, the kid from Bama who seems to be a, a burner as well. Yeah, um, he'd be an interesting pick coming off the ACL. Well, because ACL so common. Yeah, repair. Like I don't know. It's not that. It's not as major. Yeah. And then you look at the tape. You're gonna look at the the speed that he plays with. He go first round. I think yeah. He's. I think he's going first round. I think. I think he's gonna be five receivers in the first round. Okay. I know. We I think it's gonna one. be tough. I, need, I know we need to get one. I think you look at the receivers now. They're running and like the kid from, from the kid from Bay was six three. They say it was his unofficial was four two one. Yeah, he's six three. He was smoking. running every stride. He was running was probably three yards a stride. Them boy smoking dog. A three yards a step a stride. Do you know what that is to run three yards a stride? And teach speed. Like that right there don't make sense. That right there don't, that does not, if you can run three yards, that means once you get in full stride. You get a first down in three steps. Like that don't make sense. As soon as I see him run, like I I watch on my phone and I'm looking at it like he just ran three yards a stride. You run a, I mean, it may be unofficial, but you run a four, two, one. I mean, the other kid from Ohio State, he ran a four two six, and the other kid from Ohio State ran like a four well, three. Ohio State got that work. Like, first of all, first of all, that tells me why it wasn't Ohio State even more explosive. You should have lost some games. You lost the way you got that type of speed. Yeah, facts. That means that your line was awful, or the I'm coaching was awful. I'm going on. So, but man, um, I look at that man and and and. Give him a couple more weapons to see what you do in the second year. But you can't just go away from him because you traded. Almost like a, I think your trade, the trade went from um, the pick went from a second round to the first round. Yeah. You get rid of the first round picks so or thirty picks in the first round for y'all. I mean, for the, for them. That boy got like two, three picks. Yeah, so I'm just like, you can't just be like, I'm gonna go away from him now. Yeah, you I mean, you gotta figure this out and make it work. Yeah. But man, I mean, I'm watching. I'm, I'm, I'm looking at the receivers. You gotta be thinking like, you know, if we get this kid. Oof. Get that so kid. Go speed, bro. That right there is ridiculous. I mean, then this is a segue real quick. There's Jordan Davis, the tackle for for Georgia, ran a four eight two at three forty. Four eight two at three forty. That's the big dude, right? The D tackle. Yeah. That's sick. That's Problem big. is though, he can't. Yeah, if you, if you watch him play, they watch him all season. He doesn't rush the quarterback at all. He got to play in a three four scheme. He is. Awful because he has no motor when rushing the quarterback. You need a three four scheme where he's just a, a run block stuff. Oh, you gotta be a stuffer. That's 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 absolutely the three four scheme. That's but they ran a lot of four three there. Yeah, that's so he right. probably will. He probably end up. He can play in a four three. He's just not gonna be somebody that's gonna rush the quarterback. Yeah, right. He's just not. He doesn't have any skill set. But man, listen, Carson Wentz, man, you got they got to figure it out. Because you gotta, you gotta pick a quarterback, and and this not a this is trees. and this is not a quarterback draft this year. I mean, he probably is two. I mean, he's, what is Pickett? Pickett, Willis, and Willis, and, uh, and Ryder, Correll, Correll from from Ole Miss. But you got Ryder, the Ryder, kid from. Uh, fast too. Yeah, I remember, bro. We ain't worried about Kenny. Reach. We ain't, they ain't worried about Kenny run. They worried about Kenny throw. <laughs> I mean, shit, right. Lamar Jackson running around that bitch and figuring out throwing. But he didn't run a forty at, yeah. the, at the combine. But I mean, Ritter ran so fast, and you figure like, all right, if we can teach passing and read the defense. No, you shot. can't teach no passing the football. No, it ain't like Lamar. He didn't, but he threw at the combine. Read. Yeah, but it's not like Lamar. You're not listening, though. Of, you're, you're trying to make it two things that's I'm not saying, the but, same. But I'm saying, but if you look at Ryder, he may not be a first-round maybe in, but if you look at Lamar, even though you threw at the combine, 
He threw at the combine Ryder ran a 4.49 That's great Who gives a shit how fast he is Mahomes ran a 4.8 Are you worried about Mahomes running yeah, I think Ritter, like, Ritter, Ritter they, throw the ball. He, he played well. He yeah. ran a he ran a he ran a four foot. That's not can he throw? He looked he looked decent from what I've seen. I ain't watched Cincinnati. Like I watched that. him in some games, but then I watched him against the Bama guy. I didn't think I didn't yeah, see that greatness. Absolutely, but you know, Bama so we'll is a whole other animal. But it's just but, I need to see more. I need to see what can he do in a. In, he, he's gonna be a project. Because Lamar Absolutely. can throw a little bit, though. Lamar can throw. He, his mechanics is just off. His mechanics wasn't that great, and it showed in the um, in the um, it showed in the in 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 in, in the uh, draft process. But overall, people were willing to take a they were willing to take a uh, chance on him because his abilities. Right. Absolutely, right? And that's what they're gonna do with this kid. Yeah, but but, but was Ryder Ryder was not the type of player that Lamar was at Louisville. Nowhere near. Nowhere near he Lamar, was. Lamar was dynamic. No doubt Lamar was a beast at Louisville. Yeah. So you would take a chance on that type of talent. Because when free agents start in two weeks, March, beginning of March, yeah, like, like oh, next thirteenth, yeah, thirteenth, Sunday, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, next Sunday. Mm-hmm. It's gonna be interesting, bro. We gotta get on the phone. We gotta figure out we're gonna. So, I mean, uh, I, we, think, I think I think Vegas happening or what? I'm down. Vegas happening or what? The draft. We gotta get on the phone. Do it. You gotta get on the phone. Hit your people up. Man. I mean, I've been in Vegas. Uh, <laughs> Hit your people, man. Everybody who's in Vegas and watch. If you're in Vegas, March twenty fourth, uh, April. April what? April. Okay. Like, it always no, comes out right. No, it's mid April. Yeah. It's always mid around the, the schedule 20th. comes out mm-hmm. right before the. Draft. Okay. Yeah, it's only it's like around like, it's like the the, sec, the third weekend the third weekend of um of April. But I'll be in, I'll be there for the twenty uh, fourth to the twenty eighth in Vegas, man. So just, just anybody in Vegas, man, hide your boy. See me mm-hmm. out there, man. You know, just let me know what y'all think about the show. But call it a business trip. Absolutely. Oh, it, it's definitely a business trip. Networking. Right? Definitely be a business trip. All right, man. The moment's here. Mm-hmm. The moment's here. Yeah. You know what I mean? I know. I know how you feel. The <laughs> guy, Coach K. Your guy. Coach, Coach K. K. Coach, Coach K. Coach K. Coach last game. Last game. At. At Duke University and playing North Carolina tonight. At Duke, what's, what's the name of Riley? What's the name of the uh, uh, Cameron Indoor? Cameron, Cameron Indoor. His last game. His last game, bro. Key man. Oh uh, man, it's gonna be key man. I know you're gonna be emotional. I'm a, it's gonna be an emotional night. I know bro, you're gonna be emotional because what is bigger than Duke? What Coach K had done to the game. Give me that's what I'm about to ask. Give me your thoughts, man. What would his legacy be? Give me, give me your thoughts about how Coach K. Is overall influence in college basketball, mm-hmm. and what do you think his last in the legacy would be once he walks off that floor for the last time tonight? So, Coach K' uh, impact on basketball is bigger than basketball. He's always been one of them coaches that took care of his players, even if it's bringing them back to give them assistant job. Uh, you know, players and uh, just you know, if you listen to his ex players, just like being a father figure to a lot of kids that. You know, didn't have fathers, just teaching them how to be professionals. You know what I'm saying? And people realize Duke was nothing until Coach K got there. I think his first class was the Brian Dawkins. What's his name? Uh, Dawkins. Yeah, Dawkins class that put Duke on the map after that. You know, so the dude been doing it for like more than three decades of winning. You know, you got the, the ACC championships. You got the final four appearances. You got five national championships, uh, and you got him bringing back uh, the Olympics basketball. So 
dude uh just just uh wanted to face a college basketball, bro. Him and when you talk about him, Dean Smith, talk about uh what was the dude from UCLA back in the day? Uh, John Wooden. You gotta mention Coach K when you mention those type of coaches, bro. So um, you know, seeing him adjusting from the four year player to the one and done player, you know what I'm saying, just to stay relevant and um you know, me, I've been a, a, a Duke fan since Grand Hill, bro. That's what made me came a Grand Hill, uh, a Duke fan. Genie. Yeah, Grand Hill, bro. So um, it's going to be a special night, bro. I just love to see him getting them one, which I know J.D. say ain't going to happen. The, on it, to put the icing on the cake. That would be. Him going out getting number six, bro. So, yeah, it's definitely going to be a special night. I know the crazies, what they call it, the Duke crazies, is going to be rocking. Mm-hmm. It's going ele- to be electric in there, bro. Yeah, so uh, respect to Coach K, bro. You know, just what, I'm wondering what he gonna do with his next chapter because you don't really see him having a lot of other hobbies other than coaching basketball. Yeah, like Keith said it all, man. For me, I think it's the leadership, um, leading Team USA back from the grave. Um, like you said, adapting to the new style of basketball, college basketball with the one and dones. And you know, he, he was like he was on record saying like I would never recruit one and done. Like he was always about the four year player, um, and to be able to adapt, bring you know, coach NBA player. And, you know, it's hard to coach an NBA dog, and I think that's one of the reasons why he never went to the NBA because in NBA you can if you don't want to play, you ain't playing. I don't care who the coach is, and he revived USA basketball. And I think any player that played in USA basketball would definitely say Coach K was one of the reasons why they would commit to playing USA and long career West Point to Duke. He revived a, a story program at Duke, man. He said, well, oh, he didn't revive. He established. He made it. He definitely made it. Yeah. yeah. He established. Um, so it. for me, I think his legacy would be one of the greatest leaders of all time. Greatest of leader of uh, men of all time. for me. Um, I think I'm on the same lines as you guys, man. When you look at coach K, you look at his legacy. Um, the type of players he put out there. Um, the thing about Duke that you know we all we look at Duke and we look at Duke basketball, and, but we forget that as an institution, Duke is one of the more prominent institutions that it is in the United States. Oh, hell to get in too. Um, <laughs> it's very tough to get into private university, if I'm not mistaken, mm-hmm. and it, it takes a lot to get in. So, me and me saying that to say this: the type of athletes. That you have, that you bring in, um, the type of talent, you know, not always necessarily are, you know, opulent students, and when it comes in the classroom, so sometimes to compete, you, you kind of lessen your requirements <clears throat> to bring in the talent that you need to compete because of the fact that you know you feel like winning at all costs means everything. So to bring in to have the athletes that you need that you want to appeal to the type of talent you want to appeal to do, sometimes you got to lessen your, like I just said, you got to lessen your requirements, which I don't feel like he had, he did, right? Um, I feel like the type of player that he brought into Duke, uh, the type of talent he brought into Duke, he still kept that with the same reputation and the same frame of mind of of the type of player that needs to be successful in that program. Excuse me. In that program, and that means a lot. That means a lot for your culture, for your type of players, talent, your organization. 
Now, has he had some hits with Cross there? Yes. And, and you know, I think the thing about it is because he's Coach K, he sustained them and still been able to move forward because people have been like, all right, you know, it's Coach K. We're not going to dwell on some of the things they've had issues with. Um, violations here and there, players taking some of the money here and there. But overall, he's cut that program fairly clean. Um, and he's, like I say, he's had the type of talent that have been able to play there, whether, you know, where there can be issues here and there and, and across the board. And I think also he's established a brotherhood within the, t- whether it's the coaching staff that maybe to come back and stay and record their career um, and come there and come back and revive their career and be able to go out there and pursue jobs in other places. Or he's also been with the same thing with the players. They come back often, they train there. They're rare in the facilities. They're there so the other players can see them. I mean, future players or the current players can see them, pick their brain. He's built a a program that became a family. Mm-hmm. And I feel like it has always helped the reputation of Duke. Yeah, it's had a reputation overall. And, you know, it allows some of the, one of the greatest players to come out there and play. And it, it could be a recipe for a lot of different programs throughout the United States, right? Mm-hmm. And that means a lot. Uh, you don't always need to have – the most prominent, all the resources in the world to be great. Sometimes you can build a program um, off of just your own form of frame of mind, merit, and talent, and then you can move forward and then utilize that as you actually acquire better talent. Right. And, you know, I give him all the respect in the world because it takes a lot to be to, to put that in there, put an infrastructure in place for you to be successful. Um, you know, I'm not – a Duke fan or a Coach K fan, <laughs> by the way. But that just tells y'all right. for everybody out there respect. the respect I have for him doing being that, you know, it's this last curtain call. Right. You know, and shout out to him for finally seeing it seeing it for himself and saying, you know Danny Ferry. Danny Ferry, right? Yep, yep, good, yep, good yep. We're watching the game, folks. Yeah. Uh if you don't realize we're watching what's going the leading the lead in to the game. But, you know, uh, I don't think the guy even said, hey, can you take a picture of me? He just jumped in the background <laughs> a selfie. There you go. But anyway, it just says a lot about, you know, the type of talent. And even he had talent there, though. They would win, but they weren't winning big games. Right. They won. I mean, I remember when, um, what's the uh, the dude he does? He he's, Matter of fact, I'm trying to, he's not here right there, but. Um, I know you. I know you're talking about Jay Billis. Yeah. Who does, and Jay yeah. Billis, by the way, if y'all don't pay attention on Twitter, he always does. But he quotes all rap lyricists oh, yeah? on a weekly or daily basis, <laughs> right? It's funny. He does everybody. Um, and But Jay Billis' team was good. Jay Billis was a really good college player. Mm-hmm. In the NBA, no. But college-wise, yes. Mm-hmm. And they won. People don't realize the people that Duke made it either to the championship game or to the semifinals with Jay Billis in that team. Um, but he realized at that point, the Jay Billis' talent was good, but it wasn't good enough to win, win, win the championship, especially when you had mm-hmm. cats coming behind it, like when UNLV mm-hmm. came with they what they had. Oh, and man. Georgia Tech Ooh. was bringing in Kenny that's Anderson, the triple weapon, lethal weapon, yeah. uh, triple weapon, excuse me, with uh, Brian Oliver and um, yeah, and, uh, Scott. and Dennis Scott. Right. And, yeah, I just said Kenny Anderson. They're coming back, Ooh. not with just them. He, they also came back with um, – with, um, they had Travis Best, but before Travis Best, they had um, a kid out of uh, Coney Island, Steph, 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 Steph Marbury, and they had uh, 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 the Barry, one of the Barry sons, mm-hmm. and they had the other, the other dude. It's another guy. Is, is, Chris Bosh was there. Uh, yeah. But he came a lot later. 
But I, the other guy is uh his number his number is number fifteen. I just can't think of his name right now. Oh, Matt Harper. Yep, that was him. Yeah, and he came. Dope, and he man. came. That was nice, boy. That was that was the three. It was him. Uh, uh, it was him. It was uh, uh, Steph Marbury and and uh, and and the, one of the Berry boys. Right. Man, so nice. so I mean. So they had, and that's back when the ACC was loaded in basketball. Yeah. It was a basketball league then, mm-hmm. and it was loaded. It must have been Dirk who paid the seventy grand because they got to see that. Why are you even there, bro? How are you, Grace Allen, even there? Don't you got a game? They play Memphis. Don't Memphis play tonight? My man Grant Hill. They go see Grant my Hill. Grant right Hill. There. The reason I came a Duke fan. And uh, Grant or yeah, Memphis play Orlando. Yeah. Nobody even care about Grant Hill anyway. Where his wife at? I saw that she is. <laughs> But, uh, Two million, but yeah, man, it's, it's yeah. just great, and we're and folks, like I said before, we're watching this live. It's just great seeing, you know, there are a lot of his players get there, get back there. Hopefully, all of them try to get back in there. I heard, I heard, I heard, I heard they're trying to get everybody back. But then I was, and what you were saying, how him adjusted? Because I remember that first year, UNLV washed them. I think they beat them by like thirty. Yeah, they did in the summer final yeah. game. And then he went. Then the next year, he re- recruited Grant Hill. Yeah, he was a freshman. Yeah, Grant here as a freshman. Yeah. That team came back and beat them. Yeah, up, yeah I have, but they also cheated. They <laughs> <laughs> yeah, also cheated. Yeah, I'm just saying. They, they, they I'm said just they saying. slow the game down. <laughs> and but, they also cheated but, in like, but Grant and they having to call more calls <laughs> ever. But, you know, as a Duke fan, we get that. But I'm just saying for him the willingness to say, okay, I need to go get And then Greg Anthony yeah. got four fouls like yeah. really early. Got It was Hunt and Anthony. They, yeah. they, they got in fouls super early. They got in fouls super early, and then Stacey Allman. Yeah. They got in fouls super early, and because UNLV should have ran them out the building that game, yeah. they jumped on them early. Yeah. They ran them out the Duke done beat some legendary teams that you thought. No, listen, didn't have a chance, they should have lost to Butler. AC, that Butler played well. That AC, the, the, the ACC has so much talent back there. I remember, and the Fab Five, they washed them though. Yeah, they washed them. They washed them first to the second, yeah. the first game, the first yeah. time they played them. Yeah. The first, the second time they played each other in Michigan. It was a very close game. But you people don't realize they played the Fab Five twice Fab Five's freshman year. They played them in Duke early in the season. And they played, they played them again in the championship game. In the championship game. And the championship game, they watched them in the championship game. Yeah, but that boy was super young. Yeah, they were. And they were super young. They didn't, they, you know, what you saw the second year was different. Because you was going against seniors. Oh, yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. Leitner. But if you really think about it, the shot by Leitner, Kentucky. Apparently, it didn't post a count. Because he held the ball a little longer like, uh, than they actually yeah. touched yeah. the button yeah. for him to go. And Mashburn actually had just scored. Man, I remember Mashburn was a beast. He was. But people don't realize Mash. People don't realize this though. I don't know if y'all remember this. When they Kentucky has would have beat beat Michigan in the semifinals that year, Mashburn fouled out. Yeah, Mashburn. You remember yeah. Mashburn was killing them. Yeah, he was nice. killing them. Yeah. Jamal Mashburn was a I, but beast. I remember I remember because my mom was going for Kentucky. She like ah, Duke gonna lose. And I was about to cry. I was on the floor about to cry. But Grant Hill threw that baseball pass. I ran. I just ran out the house. And you screaming? That was a big time pass. And yeah, throw. yeah. yeah but, Travis Ford had a big game. Well, Mashburn had a big man, game. College basketball back then that was when the shit. when you had players stand three years. Three, yeah, four you knew years. the names. You knew the name. Now you, you knew how the name. you dad yeah. a lot of the development you knew that yeah. you know the overall you know the name you yeah. know how to you knew you saw how your team was developing yes. you can see a team go from one year to the next year to the next year because now you're adding more stars to the one that been there last no, it's, year it's you stay three four years they're questioning you now it's oh, funny yeah. it's because back then it was so funny it's funny because back back then like on you watch if you're listening if you, if you guys watch the tnt show like like they'll charles barker make jokes 
Charles Barker be like, oh, well, Shaq, you weren't the best player at LSU. And he'll say he that. He'll he be like, well, I wasn't. You know, like, there was Stanley Robbins. There was Chris Jackson. There was Chris Jackson. Jackson. Ooh, that boy jumped that, uh, wet, boy. That, that was <laughs> Chris Jackson was Steph before Steph, yo. Bro. Quick release. I yeah, tell bro. people. <laughs> I show people clips. Yes. Who am I do? I be like, bro, like, oh, listen, have you ever heard of Chris Jackson? That boy like, and I'm going to show you. I was like, let me show you what he was doing at LSU. Oh, oh my God. Like, he was. Shit in the lead till you got blackballed. I could, to this, to this point. Yeah. You want to stand up for the national anthem? You ever go back and watch, go back and watch the game at LSU when they played Georgia Tech. And you can see, like. He was going against uh, uh, Kenny, Kenny Anderson. Anderson. And, and, and I'm like, yo, you don't think, like, how did they couldn't lose that game? But, dog, Georgia Tech had a squad. They did. Unless you had a squad. Well, everybody had a squad, squad back then. Yeah, everybody had a squad. Three, everybody was staying three, four years. Yeah. Everybody had a squad. But the thing is, though, some teams, they always, because Larry Johnson came from your, um, he came from a junior college. Cool, yeah. So yeah. did Stacey Auburn. Yeah. But UNLV, the way their acceptance yeah. back then, because the, it was, and then you had Prop 48. Prop 48. Yeah. Remember when Temple had Eddie Jones? And McKee and them. Yeah, everybody. Yeah, that's why I said that everybody, yeah. everybody had, had a squad. Back in the day, everybody had a squad. 90s? Yeah, yeah, everybody had a squad. Yeah, talent back then, though. Yeah. So it was just a different Cause era of college basketball. Stanley Robbins was way better than Shaq. I oh, think, I think the LSU what? team when they had Shaq, Stanley Robbins, and they underachieved. And, and, and Singleton. Remember him? Bernard Singleton. Singleton. Yep. Yeah. And but everybody, Blanchard, they had the white boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But I everybody, think that team underachieved, though. But they got to like the final. They four. went to the final. No, four. they went to Elite Eight. Elite Eight. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. everybody else was stacked too. Yeah. <laughs> everybody else. That's what I'm saying. Everybody else was stacked. Yeah, that's right. Squad. Yeah. It wasn't like remember them Arkansas days. Uh, Tide Day, Ty Day and, and all them boys. Uh, Forty minutes of hell. Forty minutes of hell. Yeah. Everybody they were was running stacked. gunning back then, boy. Was but no, no, no. That was that was Tide Day in them. Right, that was that was a 40, 40, 40 minutes. Yeah, Scotty Thurman, Scotty right? Thurman, Thurman. But then Scotty Thurman came a little later. Okay, Cole Williams and Scotty Thurman they played together. Yeah, Todd they played with uh, Oliver, Oliver Oliver Miller, Oliver Miller, Miller. Yeah, the big boy. Yeah, yeah. Oliver Miller. He played with them. Like yeah, they had yeah, they they were nice. Bro. That's what college basketball. That's what nice. I'm saying. Everybody had a squad. Well, teams had identities. Yeah, yeah. Like you knew, like yo, like, you knew the 40 minutes that you gonna get oh, full, 40 minutes of hell, that full, price? full court. No, the said, bro, we're out there, like we going the out there <laughs> from Zimbabwe. No, we running the so whole you, game. Just imagine how much they ran in practice to stay in that shape, the press, yeah. the press for 40 minutes. Yeah, dog. That, that we ain't running offense. We running the whole <laughs> game, whole practice. Yeah. Yeah, that's but even basketball was at his apex, bro. Yeah, now it's like it's too many games. Yeah, because because people in and out. Yeah, it's like you can't even keep up with. Yeah, you don't even know after the after the first three after the first ten pick, you don't even know who getting drafted. Yeah, it's like European. <laughs> yeah, going to NBA now it's just not. not but when people played three four years, the, the the draft was deep. Yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, yeah. College. I down. feel like it's. I feel like. You know, we're not going to ever see that type of era of basketball, no. that golden era. Mm-hmm. And some of the young kids don't understand yeah. how competitive it was back then. St. John's back in the day. St. John's had great teams. I mean, it was it was I mean, like, like Chris bro. Miller. I mean, yeah, if they, people don't realize how, because you watch how, first of all, the Hoyas are awful down. Yeah, but, but if you look out, I'll tell you all the time, Big John mm-hmm. had good teams in the 80s. Mm-hmm. He had good teams in the 90s. Mm-hmm. He had good teams in the 2000s. I like I. I told the kid the other day because they were talking about AI, yeah. and I was like, "Oh, I say I was like, yeah, like AI was good." I said, "But you ever heard of Victor Page?" Page. Oh. And I was just like, they were like, "No." Nah. I was like, "Bro, let like, me pull up this clip with this dude." <laughs> he go YouTube. Like he's first of all, he's from the city. <laughs> yeah, he's Page. from the city. He's left handed. Yeah. You know what I mean? And Victor Page was a beast. A first of all, he had no. He shot everything. Yeah. 
Because he went freshman year. He shot everything. Yeah, no chill. He was like, I, he was I, like I, yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, Victor Payne should have left after his first year anyway, but he came back the next year. He had no interest of going to school. But, man, I I just loved – and I was always a Georgetown fan. I mean, I loved Junkyard Dog. I love uh, uh, um, Jamil White. I think Jody, no, Jody White. I, I mean, Jody White. Sweetie. I mean, then before that, whether well, it was Patrick Ewing and them, whether well, the other guys, uh, uh, Alonzo Morton, or uh, um, uh, um, the, Kim, the Kim, people don't realize they had the uh, what they call the Kim B and Morton at the same because they play on the same team. Yep. It was uh, something to tower, and I don't understand how they lose. They lost yeah. with McKinney Matumbo. They lost to they lost to Syracuse. They lost to, uh, but McKinney Mutombo and 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 should never <laughs> lost if you were in a zone with two 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 dudes on the same team. And McKinney was a senior, Moore was was like a sophomore. Mm-hmm. I don't know how they lost, but anyway, man, it's it, it's just people don't understand how the names yeah. and, and, and Maryland had a great run, yeah. even Maryland, yeah. whether it, whether it was uh, Wilcox. Uh, Wilcox, Chris Wilcox, Chris, Chris Wilcox. Oh, Chris Wilcox, uh, Juan Dixon, Juan Dixon, State, and uh, Steve and, Blake, and Steve Blake, Stephen even Franchise, that, even through Steve, Steve Steve Franchise. Franchise before that, even before that, they had uh, what's the other cat name? Bias. No, had, no, 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 after him. No, they had um, they had Terrence Woods. That he was a he yeah. was a take a player of the year. Con- uh, um, they had the kid. Uh, damn, they had Keith Booth. Yeah. They had uh, yeah, they had um, they had. I'm trying to think of another some other Maryland players. They had Keith Booth. They had a nice They run. had Terrence Woods. They had they had uh, Joe Smith. Yeah, that's all I was trying to yeah, call. Yeah, they had Joe Smith. Joe Smith, Joe Smith like number one pick. Yeah, yeah. Joe yep, Smith yep, went number yep. one. Yep, yep. So they had, they had a lot of talent, bro. Yeah, they reminiscing of college yeah, basketball. Yeah. It was college basketball. It was college basketball. But, but yeah, man. Yeah. But happy retirement to uh, Coach, Coach K, 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 man. Coach K. Good current call, Coach brother. K been in through all those eras. <laughs> Yeah. All right, man. We're gonna send you off on the proper way yeah. with your damn cheating ass. <laughs> <laughs> All right, man. Yeah. We got our last two topics for the day, man. You got to add one. You're gonna add one at the end of the day. Fair yeah. or foul? Mm-hmm. Well, let's let's talk about NLB. Mm. Man, listen. They they already canceled the first two weeks of the season. Mm-hmm. My question, man. I, I think it's gonna be a season, but I'm not sure. But I'm gonna start with you, Ray, because you're like an NLB fan. And, to me, I don't, you know, you be faking. <laughs> you be faking. I'm a, I'm a Red Sox. You be faking. Nah, Red Sox. Nobody don't know about it. it. Stop it, though. Red Sox. Austin, first, by the way, folks, Austin on my championship wave. Because <laughs> after my Braves won the chip, congrats, I second, I second chip of the win. year, congrats. and we got to figure out what we're going to do. We're going to sign. Congrats. We can't sign, though. We can't really put out a contract to West Name just yet because we it's got to be a free agent point at some point. I don't know. We can't sign them. I don't know why y'all. I don't know why y'all be hating on me and my Boston Red Sox. Bro, because you is not a fan, bro. You the you, boy. You, you is say you're a major league playoff fan, bro. You, bro. You, <laughs> you, you facts. I do watch you. You is the biggest fan we know. Like I watch once. You pull out, and I'm I'm watching full season. Yeah, I, I watch our dips. I watch the highs. Yeah, I watch everything. Man. I watch the signing. I watch everything, but. I'm gonna start with you. This would there be a season, and then man, and then also because of what's going on, because it's a lockout, are they gonna be hating? Uh, are they hurting themselves with that younger target audience they want to try to get to eventually? What they be trying to get to right now? Are they hurting themselves? So answer that question on both ends. Yeah, it will be a season. I think you know at the end of the day, man. I think both sides want to get a season because if you don't, you're not making the money. But I think the players have to hold out for. Cats that's not making a ton of money, the cats that's in the minor leagues that take a long time to get to the league, 
you have to hold out for them. Major League Baseball has been dishing out big-time money, bro. $200 million deals, $150 million meals, all guaranteed. So if I'm the players, you got to hold out. There will be a season. You might miss some money for a few weeks or a month. Right now, it's two weeks of the season that's not going to be played. But you got to hold tight, man, because at the end of the day, these billion-dollar owners are going to make money off the field regardless. Don't cave, right? Like It's, it's the pressure of you want to make the money course, you want to get, get going, but don't cave, man. And as far as the younger owner, the younger younger audience, MLB don't care about that, right? They talk a good game of supporting the Little League World Series, the RBI organization with the younger youth and especially African-Americans to get more African-Americans to play baseball. They care, but they don't care. They're making so much money, it's ridiculous. They, I, dog, they might be bigger than the, the NFL, dog. When you can give one player 10 years, $200 million, $300 million, it's ridiculous the money that they're dishing out, bro. And I think that's why they truly don't trip, right? They don't care about the younger generation. It's the old-time American game, right? They expect the, the fathers to bring their kids with their glove to the games, and that's how they build the fan base for a, a generation. They don't care about the average black kid or the average kid that's coming up through, through grade school, playing Little League. They don't care about that. They know they're going to make their money regardless from the, the beer money. Man, this is a side note. I went to a game in Petco Park in San Diego, bro. The beer was $24. Bro, ridiculous. Like, dog, I sipped that beer the whole nine innings. I'm like, man, I refuse to give these people these kind of money. But they don't care, dog. They, like I said, they talk a good game as far as the RBI program, the Little League, but... They are the old-time America's pastime game for a reason, and it's going to continue, but they will have a season. It may take a little backlash, but, you know, people still going to watch. Man, there's so many games anyway. People ain't watching every game anyway. Mm-hmm. 162 games is uh, way too much. Way too much. So y'all be getting mad at me? I can't do all that, bro. Yeah, like you said, so for me, bro, like, they don't care about the younger audience. Mm-hmm. I think they're going to eat regardless. And for me, it might be better for the game having a shorter season. Yeah, for me, I respect what they do, bro. I think the NFL players should take a page out they out they book. You know, is you stand up to make your money because you know what these owners are making. Right, man, right, right. And so they want a season just like you want a season. Yeah, they, they and sometimes eat. they yeah, want eat too because without without a without a season, they ain't making billions of dollars. So Excellent. you know what I'm saying. And to get what you want, it always start with money. Yep. Even back in the day. When it came to boycotting, they said, you're going to hit them where it hurt. You can talk all you want, but when you start affecting people's pockets, yeah. that's when people starting to listen. Yep. So I always respect how baseball players go about their business. They are uh, whole, um, what you call the people, they, um, that you, uh, when you work for their union, yep. they, I, I always respect how they go about getting stuff done. No, we're going to hold out. Because we know at the end of the day, y'all want a season just like the players want one. And they and they make it easy. They can do it because they're already making a lot of money, and they probably got a union. I'm probably in faith of that. Y'all put money into it every year. That when you hold out, we can pay some of the players that ain't making probably a lot of money. So I just need these NFL players to follow their motto, bro. When it comes to negotiating, coming back to the deal for giving a new uh, what they call it a uh, collective bargain agreement, you got You got to go that route. 
to make billionaires listen to you. And like I said, man, baseball making a ton of money, dog. A ton. Yeah. Right? And like I said, it might be better for the game to reduce the, the number of games. 162 games, a lot. it's a lot of baseball. But you need that to pay those $200 million contracts. But they're not selling out every game. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah. TV money, yeah, yeah. gonna be there. But yeah, I'm saying, there. but I'm saying, you get money every time you're on TV for a hundred and some games. Yeah, but yeah. I do feel like this. Like I don't think they're the model anymore. I think the model of the the proper uh, in, uh, a play association when it comes to professional sports is the NBA. The point, the thing is, you don't want to have a stoppage in the season. You want to be able to share revenue, get as much money as you both can get, and not have stoppage in the season. And it's two of the last, I think three, two of the last three years they've had stoppage. Two years ago, they would have six a game season, right? That wasn't COVID. That's because of the fact that they, um, the collective bargaining agreement stopped it. So I don't understand, like, at this point, I'm not really understanding what's going on with this one. You know, I've tried to keep my ear to it. Um, and they've been having these issues, but financially, but I mean, there's two things going on for me with the NFL. Excuse me, with the NLB. Um, number one, then even if I mean, number one, they're even they keep having these stoppages where when it comes to contracts and it comes to other revenue sharing revenue across the board, and it keeps showing that like these certain teams, whether it's like the Detroit Tigers, whether it's the small market team, Cincinnati, they're just having issues with being able to pay and supply and do supply and demand when it comes to their teams. Right, so when you see these type of teams, these small market teams that can't do, can't sustain the same level of 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 um, uh, revenue streams throughout the year because of the fact that they just don't have the talent, they're just not very good. I don't understand what's going on, right? Like I don't understand what is. So what what is that? What's going on with that level that that these teams? Because they're the ones, to me, in my opinion. That really caused a lot of issues. And then you have like the Marlins, who's at, we just said Miami's a decent or a good market, but they suck. Like you have all these teams that, like, you know, that are sucking or uh, decent or good or, or average, but it just seems like it doesn't make sense to me, like, like the way NLB manages or handle their business. But then when we're talking about like appealing to like the, mon- whether it's minorities, whether it's, you know, black Americans or, you know, different American, different minorities out there in the, in the, um, in the, uh, in the in the in the states of the universe, and to me, it seems like the appeal is just not there anymore. Like you know, like as far as an athlete, a young athlete, you really got to be able to instruct and be shown how to understand or to be involved in baseball, because baseball to me is not is not is not promoted to the level where you will these young certain the young talent they even do have people even know about them unless it's just about social media. Like everyone outside of that, you look at the kid from San Diego. Um, he's a beast. Um, but if 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 San Diego's not in the playoffs, you're not gonna hear about him again. Mookie should be advertised more, but people don't. I mean, Mookie's Mookie, yeah. but people don't look at him like he's the best, the greatest player ever. <clears throat> they think he's a good, he's a good, he's a great player. He's the best player on the Dodgers, but they don't look at Mookie like he like they should market Mookie. The marketing for these guys are not really that great. Do you do you blame the league or do you blame the player? No, I blame the league because I think, but I feel like the owners are looking at the players saying you should be market. We should, we're trying to market you. You need to be more marketable. Okay. But you but you can do that if you just pin on certain aspects of what their talent is. But I mean, listen, I, baseball players are not going to sell more baseball cleats. No. 
You're not going to say more baseball <laughs> gloves. The problem with them, they're in the same. Here's the thing about MLB. Major League Baseball in the same, same issues that NFL are having. Like, hey, I don't care that um who who just won the Super Bowl, Rams. Uh, Rams. the Rams. Cooper Cup was the MVP. Cooper Cup does not make me want to buy. Not gonna make me want to buy some new cleats to go run routes. Nobody ain't buying no like, BJ like, like nobody like nobody cares. Yeah. So you look at the game, you look at that logic, you're saying like how can you market them better? But OBJ more famous for shit he do on social media. But that's but but, but here's the thing. OBJ still uh, the social media fan OBJ has still kind of appeals from when he was in New York and he made that catch. I, and he's came from that. When he came at LSU, people didn't know about who OBJ was. Right. He didn't have that appeal he asked. But, but I'm saying him on the fashion stuff, him on social media. That allows him, him about his interaction. Yourself. His friends, yes. all that type of stuff. Yes. Yeah, but but that's the thing about NLB. Are you employing these players to do? Are you doing are you helping them develop their marketing and their brand? Are you investing into those guys so they can do more? And, and, and where is your money going? The, where are you telling the damn – where are you – because you can't tell an owner – I mean, I hate to say the word. You can't tell somebody who, who who owns a franchise how to utilize their money. But you should be like, yo, listen, here's our research. You should be doing more with this right. dude than anything else. Like the kid – like I said, the kid was saying, hey, was a beast. Mookie's a beast. Uh, my man out of Atlanta. Um, I can't think of his uh, name right now. Kuno Jr. Uh, uh, what's the other cat there? What's shortstop, that? a Brule's or how I pronounce his damn name. The shortstop. shortstop for Atlanta, yeah, for the Braves. Uh. You got a Kuno Jr. Oh, uh, you talking about? But a uh, Kuno Jr. is 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 the is the star. Yeah, yeah, no uh, doubt. You talking about uh, uh, start with a Brule's? Or... Short, no, the little guy. Yeah, yeah, little bit dude. Short guy, but he's not the star. Yeah, he's a good player though. Yeah. But, but I mean, Kuno Jr. should be you should be over marketing for that dude. But 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 yeah, I kind of blame I kind of blame some of the not. You're right about that, but somebody got to go on the players too. Like Ken Griffin Jr., he just ain't so. I was about to say Ken Griffin, Griffin Jr. We, we was out. We was out. Ten, I think I changed yeah, yesterday. Yeah. Yeah. I want a junior. Yeah. Now. I bought something like yeah. last year. So, yeah. but Ken but, Griffin Jr. was marking himself outside by himself. But how, so, but how did yeah. they? Yes. You got to look at that yes. and, and take that in and take what what. What did we do? I to had make, some Ken Griffin Jr. I had what did we the, I had do the to baseball make jersey. Who he is now? Yes. I mean, who Junior still his shoes sneakers still, still sell out? Yes. I own a pair. I got a pair. Well, I got the black and got the black and. Uh, but he got his. But he. Yeah. I got the black and two ones. Same thing with Dion, but they got they sell more in commercials. You got to go outside with your agent. You got to be like, how can you yeah. appeal yourself? It's kind of like a rapper, right? But that only helps major league. But but listen, it's kind of like a rapper. Sometimes you can't wait on a record label. Fast. You got to go out there and make yourself hot. Yeah. I only can put you in front of the TV, yeah. but you got to go out and make yourself sellable until, I'm watching them to, and to, to, to the fan. Because Ken Griffin Jr., shit, we was all, bro, I'm going to get them. He wasn't trying to Griffin sell. Was hot, he wasn't just trying to sell cliques. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to make some Nike. I'm going to sign with Nike. I'm going to come over to design. And shit, his jersey, and then the color with that Marlin, with the with with the kid, yeah, yeah, with the kid, yeah. You had the mar- man, it was, but I know them shoes hot. <laughs> <laughs> Tennis was fire, boy. Yeah, so a lot of the players like Mookie and them, y'all got to sell yourself, bro. Don't just wait on the baseball. I agree, but I agree, but sometimes, I, you, sometimes you got, it has to be some personality development. It's got to be some development. Like you got to invest in these guys. Be like, listen, you have to say yourself. You got to do a little bit more. And some of these guys just a lot of them play baseball. Yeah. Everybody talk about Mike Mike Trout, 
Right, like oh, how great he is, but dog, that dude got to be the boring person ever. Like yeah. nobody knows, yeah. and then he he was the worst. He did the worst thing. He left one organization to go play for organization is to sell the damn division. So like, what is it? What can they do to really come and appeal to the? And I I get you putting baseball parks in the, in the hood. Ain't nobody playing them shits. They probably making that shit a damn soccer field. So it's just like, yo, you got to be able to understand, like, what is it that you're trying to appeal to? Yeah, the players going to have to. And the players. The players going to have to. In the area. Yeah, the players going to have to say, I'm going to have to market myself, too. You know what I'm saying? Make money off the field. But but a lot of them getting 200 million, 150. They looking like. But that's this. Yeah. Even the $300 million deals. I mean, look at. Those are just. That's. That's on the field action. Yeah. Right. But that not everybody's getting three hundred million dollars. Not right. everybody getting two hundred right. million dollars deals. Right. But you gotta be able to understand now, like how what are you doing off the off, off the, the field? field. Yeah. Like what is your I don't think nobody was ever hotter than Ken Griffin out of the Let me say what is your three P's? Your four P's. Man? Oh Bo, Bo, Bo Jackson. Yeah, Bo. And but Bo was playing two different floors. Yeah, but he was he made They're dominating. Yeah, so it's just a different level. Yeah, you got to market yourself. Got to market, man. Get to the season, man. I need to see my yeah. Mets, man. We 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 sign some players. I'm ready, man. Yeah. Let's go, boy. Y'all y'all trash, boy. Call it what you want. We we gonna be back, baby. So we might gotta add one more time. Y'all saw the breaking news with uh, it was early today with uh the chick uh played basketball arrested in China. Yeah, Brittany Grant, Brittany Grant, Russia, 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 Russia. 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 Well, hold on. Let's let's do your topic yeah. right now. Fair go ahead five. and spit, go ahead and fire right Fair now. Five. Yeah, right so the, um, we want to, you know, this is a big thing going on. A lot of people, ain't, I don't think a lot of people are talking about it, mm-hmm. that transgender is competing with regular women. And mm-hmm. she's breaking all type of records. You know what I'm saying? She's killing the sports. Do you think that's fair? Because at the end of the day, I know you respect transgenders and all that, but it's, you still got men hormones. I know now they're talking about you can take different type of pills to reduce the hormone. But do you think that's fair that a transgender should compete with regular women in a sport or any sports? So I guess I'll start this off. You know, this is going to be very controversial, but I'm going to be honest with you. No, I don't think it's fair at all. Um, if you were born a man and you're trying to compete in a, in a, in a, in a lady on a woman's sport, it just doesn't identify. It doesn't. And to me, it, there's no translation to it. I mean, I mean, even the, even the, a weaker man. I'm not gonna say the weakest man, but a weaker man right. can still be stronger than some women in certain aspects. Just a physical strength of a man. It just it is what it is. Just our bone structure and our density of what our bone structure, our drilling, everything else that happens within men. It's just it's just built differently, and you can try your best to decrease it hormone wise. Unless you're catching somebody at the age of like one. It just doesn't work. Um, and it's, you're just going to have a physical, and I've seen this overall, especially in the Olympics and other things. You're just going to have, overall, you're just going you're gonna to have advantage. And it's nothing else to it. I mean, you know, it is what it is. I mean, if you took, um, uh, what's, the, what's, the, what's the Kardashian? Um, Bruce. Bruce Jenner. Jenner. Even though he, he is identifying himself as a, as a, as a woman now, if, if even now, he probably could still go out there and and train and run with any by any woman or man, even though because he's 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 always been blessed with the physical abilities to do what he needs to, to do. We do as a man, he was blessed with that talent. I just don't understand what anybody feels like how that you can say, "Hey, out of nowhere, I could take something and decrease my hormones." It is what it is. You were still born with abilities that can allow you to be allow you to have the talent. You do what you need to do, and 
it, it it's nothing. You can't do anything to that. Let's move off this. <laughs> I mean, I don't understand why people are trying it. Like, oh, like, you know, and then the people, you know, you have parents getting mad. You have one parent getting mad on one end because, you know, the child used to be this and, and now is translated over to a, a different gender and they want to compete in this sport. And they're like, oh, well, you have some parents that are upset because of the fact that that happened. And then you have some parents that are mad because they won't let the child compete. And I'm like, well, no, he he or she could not. Now you don't, you don't hear, you never hear a, um, a, a young woman who translate over, I mean, trans trans over to a man competing in a man's sport. Yeah. Right. Cause you'll never see that. You know why? Because it ain't going to happen because if you, you know, from a physical standpoint, she would not be able to be able to match up with the talent Good around him. Good point. You don't see it the other way around. So let's stop trying to like if you until a point you can see a woman or a young girl or a woman or whatever that is translate over to a man's sport or a boy sport or a man's sport and dominate. You know, there's a reason why if you and if you go back to this, there's a reason why we were, we always have unisex sports and like whether it's baseball, basketball, other sport to a certain grade level. Well, should they get their own league? Hold on, what do you mean? The transcend. They could. They could. If you want to and you want to compete, why not? Yes. Nobody's going to stop you from doing it. Yes. And here's the thing. Like, there's a reason why certain point, once you hit sixth grade, fifth, sixth grade, there's it's just not all about just the other aspects of things where, you know, boys and girls are playing with each other. It's a physical difference, difference at that point. And yeah. you start seeing it, and you can see, like, and it's women now who are dunking, but the – you can take the best woman NBA player and she yeah, can play NBA. no no she can play well mm-hmm. she can hit shots open shots but from a physical standpoint yeah. she would not be able to man, to yeah. to have a successful duration right. over time in the NBA from a physical like Brittany Jen same person we're talking about Griner excuse Grindr. me yeah. Brittany Griner who plays in Jenner because she's uh Brittany Griner who's who's in who's in WNBA She's good in WNBA, and I'm pretty sure she can hit to get some buckets in the NBA. She ain't dominate, but she's not going to dominate. She does in the WNBA. Yeah. Like her shots gonna get thrown, they're going to block it easily. Or they're going to push out past. Yeah, the or they're going to physically move her out yeah. the way. Yeah, she ain't. Gonna it's post just, up. it's just a difference. Mm-hmm. I mean, I mean, I don't understand why people feel like it's a scientific difference and it's a it's an overall logical difference. Yeah. And stop, bro. We need to cut it out. Yeah, you said it well, bro. I mean. Like I said, it's just a physical difference, and, like, it's unfair advantage. Like, it just, it just, women are great, right? And I don't think nobody would never say anything different. Like I said, it's just, it's levels to this, right? And if transgender, you're a male, at the end of the day, if you're in the swimming situation, mm-hmm. compete with the men, right? Mm-hmm. Don't try to, you know, compete with the women just because you want to classify yourself as a woman. Mm-hmm. Um, it's an unfair advantage. And at the end of the day, like we're pushing this, this, this on America, like this transgender, like we gotta conform to what they are, and it's it's sad, bro, because look at them for who they are. If they want to be male, woman, and uh, male or woman, let them be who they are. But from a sports standpoint, let them compete with the men if they're a man. They want to be like, like we we tr- like is America tripping though? Like we conform to the, the LBGT community, like. Like they rule everything. And, can't um, say nothing negative. No, you can't say nothing bad about them. Mm-hmm. You're gonna get 
you know, you're going to lose a lot of endorsement deals. Like, it's like America, like, is tripping. And you can see, Ray, ain't nobody on no sports uh, station is talking about that. You can't, like, dog, you're not going to talk about it because there's going to be so much backlash if you say something, the wrong thing. Like, people going to blackball you. Like, they're going to talk bad about you. Well, you shouldn't be talking about the LGBT community. Like, they're trans. Like, you got to be sensitive. Like, bro, what about me? Why why not be sensitive to how I'm competing against a man that's that's acting like a woman? Like, I've trained hard for this, and they're beating me so bad. Like, I can't compete. Like, you, you messing with my mentality. And, like, it's, it's just sad, bro. Uh, unfortunately, it's the way the world is. But they need to compete. They were born a man or born a woman. That's where you should compete. And you're still going to work hard. Mm-hmm. Right? The, you're not going to put the, no less work in. Right. But it, they, they, it, uh, it's, 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 I would say foul since we're talking fair and foul. It's foul, though. Yeah. <laughs> and both of y'all hit it on the head. That's how I agree, too. Because, you know, it's just like when you growing up in uh, as a little kid, right? Say, say from like maybe say I'm saying from like five to eight. You might get a little girl that can arm wrestle you all stronger than you, beat you up, though better. But once you get to like that fifth, sixth grade, it's levels. It's levels. It's yeah. your, your, level what they call it, right? uh, uh, the testosterone. Yeah, the, 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 the came in. Like, yo, you used to beat me when you, we was Bro. little kids. Now I got a little, my voice and changed a right. little bit. Right. Come on, get out of my way. Yeah. And it's just, a, it's a different, yeah. it's a different testosterone logic. And testosterone can be measured. You, it, some people have more, some people have less, but at the end of the day, it comes off like you, like the physical development of, of a boy versus a girl is just, it just, it's a different frame of mind. That's why women brains and their, their, their frame of mind develop a lot faster than boys. Yeah. It's just, it's what they think quicker and they still mm-hmm. think quicker and smarter than us at times, especially different, a lot of different ways than we do. And it's just, it's just a different frame of mind. I remember, and it's a quick story here. Like you just said, quick story. I met this girl. Jim Marie wise, I mean, young, this young girl, she was good. She was super good. And I remember like we were playing and we were playing like mini, like mini league, mini league or mini, mini midgets or whatever it is. And I remember like her first play, she was super fast, light, fast, quick, you know, and it, it, there's really no concept what's going on. People don't know what kids, we don't know what we're doing. Right. We don't know at that point what was going on. We don't know what we're doing. And, and then they gave her the ball and, you know, she, she took off. She's fast. She outran us and ran for a touchdown. <laughs> I remember our coach yelled at us and we got a little pissed off and annoyed by it. So I remember, and I know I played, I play. I know how to play. I know how to play a certain level. I remember she was like, she ran past us. And I remember her, how she was doing her little, this back when Rudy was doing the things, so you know, the little <laughs> really green thing they were doing, like she was doing a little, I remember she did that. And yo, somebody can contest this. And he knows what I'm talking about. Literally the very next play, she came around that corner. Dude, the little one of the, I'll never get it. Dude, the, the, the little tackle dude kind of stood up and looked. And maybe the spotlight, maybe he saw something going on. Maybe he saw something going on in the sky. Maybe a, a eagle flew by. I don't know what happened. He didn't block at all. We were annoyed. Our coach yelled at us. We went at her and we broke her leg. So she got carried off the field by Evelyn. It's like, oh, and this girl, no, I know she, she, we, I know her to this day. She still says that to me when she sees me, or even when you broke my leg. And I'd be like, yeah, I, yeah, I remember because I, we caught her. I can remember what's name Spender. And I, I came flying in there, Callow with the helmet, right on 
the part of her leg that probably I shouldn't have did. <laughs> and at the end of the day, we broke her leg. And, and I think I had to be like eight, seven, eight at the time. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a, man, I don't think my mom would know this story. But anyway, but she know it now. But but at the same time, it's just a, it's situational. That happens. And it's just a difference of, you know, it's just a difference of physicality yeah. and, and growth. And, you know, I mean, listen, listen, but anything else, when it, when it comes to women, they are other, they are just as our equals, if not superior. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And like I said before, like, yo, when, especially when it comes to thinking, believe it. <laughs> they think quicker and faster in a lot of different ways than we do. But when it comes to this, I just don't understand that. Like, I mean, I don't, because it's never the other way around. Yeah. Right. Yep. right? It's never the other way around. It's never like, you know, like, the, you know, that logic. Like, oh, we, it's never like woman transformation to a man and like, oh, we're going to come in this physical league and play. Like, they, you're not, it's not happening. Right. So it's just like, listen, man, we, what are we going to do with that? Yeah. Nothing, man. So I'm, I'm going to always say it's foul because it doesn't make sense. Well, just leave it alone. Let yeah, let them have alone. their sport. Yeah. And they do what they do because the women train hard. Yeah, and it's not training it's hard unfair. to get some of the best women out there. Yeah. And it's tough. Because she's been dominating, bro. Yeah. Or he, she. Yeah. We're like, going to call her she because we respect it, but yeah, it's like, not what fair. Are you, what are you, yeah. and you dominate against people who physically was not built to dominate against yeah. you. Yes. Even when they train, they're not built to dominate against you. Yeah. And I was just saying, you know, it's just shocking. I'm not surprised, but no one is. It's not an upper road about it. It's not yeah, no nobody's covered. Nobody's talking about yeah, it. Yeah, nobody's it talking be, about it. It should be a conversation should be had across all boards. Yes. You know what I mean? But that's the best thing we can do on the Argon Brothers. We can talk about what we want. Absolutely. Control, Absolutely. Your, control your own. You can do what you want. So there's one more topic somebody want to put out there before we get out of here? Yeah, it's the uh y'all, you can put it out. Uh, you know, breaking news, WNBA out in uh in Russia. Oh yeah, let me let you do that one. Brittany, Brittany Griner just got caught with like uh what you call those little uh, things that you, the vape. She oh, had the, the weed. Oils, yeah, the vape. She had like some weed oils in the vape oil. I'm quite sure it's not her first time oh, transporting. And she's right now with Russia going through. She's been detained for over a week. And these charges are facing up to 10 years. Yeah, she could beat that. So we praying for her to get out of this and come back home. But. You know, it is it, it. You know, we know that the WNBA really go there to make their money because oh, they, they make money. they they make more money over there than they do uh, playing in the United States. And I'm sure, like the season probably for her is cut short because of the whole Ukraine and the whole Russia situation. Yes. So she probably like like drove. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like I said, that is a one of their main source of money in the off season outside of the WNBA, and to be caught up in an unfortunate situation. And I wonder if it has anything to do with the. Ukraine, Russia situation. Because I'm sure like nine times out of ten. She done snuck it before. This ain't the first time. Yes. Like, and she's been transporting, you know, in her luggage or right. carry-on. And they probably know it was and they ain't say nothing you know, this time. They know time, who she is, though. Yeah. Like, she's been playing in Russia for a long time. Yeah. So at this point now, oh, we fucking with everybody. And it could be an unfortunate situation. She's caught up in a situation of the whole Ukraine-Russia situation. And it's unfortunate. And it's breaking news. Um, but, you know, hopefully that, you know, the U.S. can step in. And you know, get it out of this situation. But Russia different. They ain't gotta listen to us. So hopefully They don't, but I think money talks. Yeah. And she's been probably a big star over there. Yeah, so she hopefully been Russia probably for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, so hopefully somebody over in Russia, like, come on. Cause this is not her first time yeah, s- sneaking vapes or, or marijuana through the airport. There's a little there. little vape oil or whatever. Yeah, there's a little oil, which is marijuana. Man, come on, dog. 
you facing ten years for that? Uh, I don't think I think the U.S. should step in. Um, but I mean, I'm sure it ain't the first time. But I will say this: right now, it wasn't the best time. Facts. Yeah. Ready to get caught? With, Facts. Whether it's vape, vape whatever she vape. had going on, yeah, in Russia. Nah. This was time. not. Listen, this was not the best time for her to get caught doing something that dumb. Yeah. Like it just wasn't. I it just this was not be. I if I was her, listen, Brittany. I, if I was you, I would not be the one to get caught doing that right now. Because the situation wise, knowing that was the relationship that Russia and America has right now, mm-hmm. see, there's always this international rules. Yeah. So, like overall, that's why you can still stay. She stayed in Russia and had a visa there and still was playing ball. But you don't want to get caught in that stuff right now. Not right now. This is not the one that you want to do it right now. Because, like you said, this is not her first time taking. They probably been passing a blind eye to it. Right. Announcing what's going on. Oh, you're American. Oh. We gonna we gonna make like it. Yeah. I want to make sure that we have one more fair file. Because uh, the other conversation okay. drove okay. one. Okay. And I brought this around on my phone. So recently, the New York, with the, we also can stay with the WNBA right here. The New York Liberty was fined 500000 for chartering flights to away games during the second half of the season last year. Right? So apparently this was against league rules. And, and I want to get your thoughts, get you guys thought on this. Because normally they don't take... So basically, the owner of, the, of of their organization was able to afford for them to charter flights on their behalf instead of doing anything else. So, and and let me read this out a little bit before we got, like I said, before we get out of here. The Liberty issued the biggest fine for WNBA history as team owners Joe, I think I'm gonna say Tessa, co-founder of Chinese tech company Abana Group, and his wife Clara violated CBA rules with chartered private flights for their team. So. The WNBA don't take private flights; they take commercial flights. What's your thoughts on this? Like, what's your thoughts on this? And overall, how what happened is, like I said before, when they were caught, the league official proposed a million dollar fine, sentence a loss of draft picks, possible termination of the franchise. Wow! And however, the uh, Tulsa cut a deal with the league. The team only punishment was half a million dollars in fines. That charter flight isn't typically allowed. Any WNBA due to the worries of creating a competitive advantage for teams whose owners can afford the luxury arrangement, right? So, like I said, they normally take commercial flights. They violate CBA rules. Five games out of, like, five road games in the second half of the season. But I'm going to start with you, uh, Keeney. You can finish that right on this one. I mean, really, is this really an issue? This is a fair fact. What is this really an issue? Like, what do you what do you think? Should, should they even be fine? Because their owners can afford to charter them to right. a different locations. Granted, it's outside of CBA, but I mean, I, 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 what's, I, what's going on? Right. I get what they're saying, but I don't agree with it because they're saying, because you can afford it, and then somewhere planning in probably another state owner can't afford it. Right. This is a competitive advantage against yeah, you it because is. Well, players going to say, oh, shit, I'm going to go sign with this team because I'm. Flying private, I ain't got to sit on a commercial flight. But that's when the WNBA got to do better. You got to get better, more uh, endorsements, like companies or airlines that have private to endorse you to to go into the WNBA and be like a sponsor. You need to get your sponsor game up, right? Um, it's not fair, but it's the rule because it is kind of competitive advantage, right? Because if my organization can't afford a private, then then you're gonna use that in your recruiting. 
Man, you know over here, man, we fly private. And <laughs> well, no, crazy part, it's a CBA rule. Right? Yeah, so yeah, CBA yeah, yeah. Wise, so your organization may can afford it, but it's a CBA rule, right? And the so rule saying can't, you can't you use, can't do cause, it because it is a kind of because I'm gonna use that like you know over there, y'all. Only, you over there with the regulars over here. You on <laughs> Southwest? I'm yeah, like, you got the champagne, <laughs> your legs. You know what I'm saying? You ain't cramping up when you get you six, you six six. Your legs cramping up. You gotta get your aisle seat. So I get it, but the WNBA got to get a better way to sponsor their league because WNBA is is very it's a it's a popular game. These these girls are balling, yeah. and you know I know Kobe was trying to bring the awareness to to the WNBA game. You have uh, more uh, NBA players are following that motto now, like the uh, Chris Pauls. You see LeBron's at the game. You see the Steph Curry's at the game. You know I just think the WNBA needs to do a better job, but. As of right now, I see why they're fine because it is kind of competitive. It's a competitive advantage you use. <laughs> but, you know, and I get what they're saying. Like, shit, we can afford it. But someone probably got a WNBA team in Oklahoma or somewhere, you know what I'm saying, can't afford it. So, and then, you know, the word get out with, damn, they flying private. Yeah, We on commercial, you know. So, I get it. But I think that's why, that's when the marketing, what we was talking about. You got to go out there and get these endorsements where you can get more money into the league for these players where they ain't got to go overseas and all this and that after they all season, right? Yeah. And um, you got to find a way to market the game where men and women and, you know, go to these WNBA games. You see now that um, – you see now how they a lot of WNBA players in the all season are taking the ESPN jobs. They're becoming commentators during the off season where they ain't got to go play in Russia. You know, they got the one girl right now on ESPN. Uh, Jumake. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Candace Parker. But it, it's only so many jobs that the, the WNBA players going to uh, apply for. So, I get it. Yeah, I think it's fair. Like I said, CBA is a CBA. But I think if I'm the players, you have to hold out for what you want. Right, like we we sell our souls because of money at the end of the day, and these women don't make a ton during the NBA se- WNBA season, so they feel like, well, we just gonna take what the owners give us. But from my owner standpoint, bro, have I, I and I don't know it. Now I have to look it up. Bro, I'm sure a majority of my owned by NBA owners. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? So they got the money. Is whether or not they want to shell out the money for private charter, just like they do private charter for the NBA teams, right? Yeah. And like I said. The commissioner of the WNBA has to, you know, bring in more revenue for the the team, the, for the league. And I think the NBA, WNBA team, the women's game has gotten a lot more popular over the years to be able to bring in more revenue. But you want your your players to be comfortable. Yes. Right? Nobody wants to fly Southwest if I can get a private charter. But it all comes. A lot of them cats like six, 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 seven. Yeah, them, them women are tall. Like, yeah. they're, they're built different now. Right, so I think at the end of the day, I think as a league, if you want to continue to be great, you got to figure out a way to to help these women, man. Right, you know, and you know, make the game better. It probably will help the game. Not flying Southwest or Delta, whatever these other airlines that they fly, I think it helps at the end of the day. But I mean, it's it's fair because, like I said, it is a competitive advantage. Mm -hmm. If I got to fly on the charter and I'm shit. Relax, chill. My legs ain't cramped up in the middle seat. It's definitely a competitive advantage. Yeah, definitely. Uh, so I definitely see why they did it. Because I remember they got to fight. They got to fight for better rules 
overall if I'm the player. Yeah, they, they need to argue. The CBA needs to be more yeah. competitive. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. Yeah. more more beneficial for them. Yeah, yeah I mean have, the fact. I mean they they've they been they were complaining about that doing like in the last few years about these commercial flights mm-hmm. and going through that issues and back and forth. So, I don't, to me, here's my thing: if an organization has an owner who can afford them to fly chartered, they should fly chartered. Maybe your organization owner, you should have a better owner. Yeah. A more affordable owner who has money. Your owner don't have that money to do it, that's can't your fault. Can't own a team. That's what to me, I, that's what I'm saying when they need to come back to the table mm-hmm. saying, hey, listen, CBA-wise, they may have to kill the league just because I'm not going to play for owner who can't charter flights. Right. Charter flights should be a part of the process. Yes. Oh, you were just as tall as anybody else. It helps the product on yeah. at the end of the day. Yeah, your knees get bad just yeah. like anybody else running down but the floor. I remember I was in uh, that was years ago. I'm I'm thinking I was in my twenties. I was in Reagan. I was coming back from New Orleans, and I'm saying this when Carl Malone's daughter was playing, and they would play for Detroit. And, and I'm getting my bags all the little thing. And I'm seeing all these women. They got heels. <laughs> they tall as me. I was like, <laughs> it is like. They walking around, and I look, and all the reason I say, "Damn, that's Carl Malone's daughter," mm-hmm. and I said, "Oh, f- that's the, the they getting their bags with me." Yeah, so <laughs> in, in that commercial flight, you got and listen. And, and here's the thing: what what keeps the owner from? Is there in the CBA that you can't fly Spirit? <laughs> right. You got to yeah. sing a team. You can't sing a team by Frontier. You can't, yo, your knees, you know, these yeah. flights, these 750, this 750. It's uncomfortable for me sometimes. I got to get yeah, an aisle bro. I refuse to get a middle seat. Yeah, yes. listen, yes. listen, listen. <laughs> I want to tell you a real story real quick, right? So, number one, I just went to St. Louis this past weekend um, um, because my aunt died. And and I remember, like, literally we're getting on the flight. Like, I pay for I pay for priority to get on the flight early. And they end up, they end up the flight, they end up going because of a fake snowstorm because it wasn't real. It didn't really happen for real in my mind. We get, but the snowstorm I supposed to got on that the, the flight I was originally got on, they canceled it. So I had to get on an earlier flight and leave at twelve fifty that Thursday. Get on the flight. We I get a I had, but I was like, listen, I told them when I put in like, hey, I need to out because because uh, Southwest don't do assigned seats. They you know you get in at certain stages. So I get on the flight. I like I, I gotta get an outside seat regardless. So I get on. The, I get an outside seat. A little girl, a little girl come over there to the side of me. She gets on the right side, you know, and her, and uh, I think about it is the little girl was like, oh, she's like, oh, can I get on the other side of you? I'm like, yeah, sure. And her mom, she's with her mom. Her mom puts a side of the seat in front of me. She decides, she was like, she's like, well, mom, where are you sitting at? Her mom's like, oh, I'm going to sit beside you. Which means the middle. <laughs> I was like, nah, you can way. get, but you can get my seat. I'll get your seat. So I got it. We said seats, right? Cause I'm just new. I need to stress my legs out, yeah, especially on flights like over three hours, two or three yeah, hours. Yeah, Literally coming back, the flight, the flight was supposed to, it wasn't fully, but but it ended up being booked to the fullest. Right? It was only one, and and my sister and me was on the same flight. It, we was on the same. We sat together. It was only one seat available, and they wait on this one person to come walking in. And I told myself, I don't give a shit if that person comes in or not. You keep your jacket right here, cause we I gotta have somewhere there, cause I gotta put my bag in the middle so I can stretch my legs out between that and I'm, and, and I'm only five ten and a half. Yeah, like the way they had it position these seats now. It's too crowded. They trying to get more people on yeah, the flight. Yeah, like, and I'm not about to stress myself out because of you. Then you sitting in the middle like just yeah, like, no, no, but I try to get because I, I that's why I, I I fly a lot of Southwest. I try to get those ones 
where if an emergency happened, you would want to open the oh, oh emergency exit. exit. Yeah, of course, I always well, what try I do, to get emergency When I fly exit. Southwest, I always do early check in. Yeah, so I can get emergency exit. So I can exit. check in. I can check in super early, so I can board the flight between a yeah. a row yeah. a row one to ten yeah. passenger wise. So when I get in there, I'm gonna get that that exit seat, oh. so I can get a little comfortable. Yeah. Oh, I'm gonna pay for exit seat. Yeah. And then when you fly international. I'm telling people, don't ever fly economy. Yeah. <laughs> always fly. Yeah. Always go premium economy or above so right. that you can get that. Because cause you fly international, you do premium economy. They give you little little Western names. They give you little seat levels and all that. They give you extra space. Now, don't You just got to understand. This is flying one-on-one. <laughs> anybody out there, understand that. All right, folks. So we're about to get out. We ended it. We ended our, we ended our uh, segment right there. We're about to get our last. That was our last topic for the day. Better get out of here. Ray, man, give me your final thoughts. Man, great show, man. It's always good to be in the lab cooking up another episode, man. Continue to support us. Continue to, you know, ride what we're doing, man. A lot of things we got going on from a marketing standpoint. Um, But, yeah, let's keep riding with us, man. We're going to, you know, do our thing, bro. Yeah, group me and you need to put yourself on uh, uh, phone to your ear. Get out, get off of uh, what's the name, bro? Oh, speaker phone. Yeah, get out speaker phone, big dog. Yeah, boy. All right, so we're going to get out of here, man. Listen, yeah. but my last thoughts for the day, man. Let's keep moving forward. We're doing great shit, man. So let's get out of here, brother. Yeah. Check us out of here. Hey, this shit like videos, you hear me? Everything I'm saying is motherfucker, all props. This shit is not real. Just in case the police listen, I'm man. Have speed me up, man. Slide, slide, man. We don't respond to shit. Can't respond. I'm like, fuck it. You trip this kid. Go get it. Get your gun. They drop it. Locations. I'm getting it done. I'm tweeting. I'm sliding. The feds can't come. He fucking his bitches. Some niggas. Niggas son. I'm hanging with killers. We breaking. Yeah, gone. They really don't mean it. Man, he say it. Say it's song, song. They really don't mean it. He play it in songs. We been slammed through they blocks and they don't know we have. But he ass got shot and we ain't claiming, but I can show his ass. Niggas acting like they really like that, says my Brody dad. Just get out the fans, you bring up murders with your police ass. I told Vaughn to leave that bitch alone, she post her only fans. Catching met apartments, they be in, cause that's our only chance. They don't be outside like you.